earth is that? It's a journey into comics network production! Tell me something, my friend. You ever dance with the devil in the pale moonlight? What? I always ask that of all my prey. I just like the sound of it. Brought to you by the power of the Journey Into Comics Network. This is the Journey Into Comics Podcast. The show that's 100% dedicated to everything nerd. With your hosts, the Podfather, Nate Phillips, the Podmaster, Brandon Stone, and the Journey Into Comics Network stepdad, Tyler McLaughlin. Time to make the chibi chunks. Hey! Excellent! Finally. What did you do? And here we go. Can somebody tell me what kind of a world we live in where a man dressed up as a bat gets all of my press? This town needs an enema. What's up, everybody? Welcome back to a very... Yeah, I'm going to just go hard balls into it. Just fucking uh, right in. Welcome back to Journey Into Comics. As always, I'm your host, Nate, the Podfather. Also joining me yet again, we're going to call him the Podducer. It's his new nickname. Welcome back, Brando, the Podducer. Well, hello. No, greetings and salutations, true believers. Welcome to the first episode of Journey into Comics of 2023. <laughs> of Journey into Comics ever. <laughs> of 2023. Of this year's rendition. Like, we have not missed a year, thankfully, yet. We got Saved close it. this year. Saved it. Right at the uh, last second. Definitely have been uh, some, you know, some turmoil, some ups, some ups and downs with this podcast in general, but, like, just in our lives. Tom and, Petty, bro. Free Fallen. And, uh, you know, I, well, we're probably going to talk about some of that stuff here on the show about how our lives have changed and uh, schedules have changed and things changed in general for this podcast and group of podcasts that we do. So good to be here, Nate. It's, it's been, it's been great hanging out and having some good food and good laughs. And far too long. I've been far too long, but we, we're not, we're not alone. No, we're not alone. Stepdad of the right? journey into comics network, the motherfucking man. T.Y. Welcome back. I'm, uh, you know, I watched Rocky too many times as a kid to give up. Yeah. So, like yeah. your stepdad, whether you want me here or not, I'm I'm still around. I'm still banging your mom. <laughs> I'm still here. <laughs> you know so, there's an apprentice on on uh, on uh, my job site that uh, now that I'm a journeyman, you know. Yeah, I, congrats I, I, by the way. That's appreciate amazing. Appreciate it. Thank you. I got a little bit of uh, respect earned. But like we'll meet each other in the hallway, and it'll be like, "Hey, man, what's up?" And it's be, and then as like as we're walking by, I'll be just casually be like, "I'm gonna cream pie your mom later," and like <laughs> give him a fist bump, and then I just just be bob right on by, and you know he uh, I only do it because he takes it in good stride, but but for sure, yeah, I am I am the stepdad. I'm Uncle Rico all day. I love that. I mean, your facial hair is much better than Rico. Appreciate just it. Be real, but um, you can throw a fucking football <laughs> mile though, that bastard. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, no, he's got that arm. He can throw it over the fucking mountain. <laughs> no, he can't. That's the best part. No, he can't. Uh, no, but Brando, uh, Brando, you're right. There's a lot. There's a lot to talk about. We're all in um, a fairly different place in our lives than where we last uh, 
mm-hmm. left our viewers. I mean, some people probably think we're dead. If you just watched the show, it just stopped <laughs> abruptly. It, like, well, there were attempts to kind of spark it back up and get going again, but it, it was intermittent with spurts of sporadic busyness. You know, uh, yeah. I will say that, you know, post-COVID, my work has never been more volatile. And what that I mean, and that goes both ways as far as like a, a ability to work, lots of periods of inactivity. Yeah, and some of those were definitely challenging. Um, but you know, things are in a better place now for me. I'm doing something different at my current job that does require some more uh, sacrifice of time, but it's very well compensated, and that's what has literally benefited, benefited, beneficiaried. I cannot speak. I don't benefited know what you. Benefited, benefited. There we go. My family. I said all the different versions. You said everything of the but word the word that you wanted to say. Out. It happens. But um, no, that I mean, my family has been relying on that extra income because of just how the world is today and how everything is like risen in expense and things are like. If this was five years ago, I would definitely be flourishing. I would be saving money for the first time in however many years. It's like. Like, not just like, oh, we were able to save a little through the year. It's like, no, every paycheck saving money. And that is a place that I want to get at. And literally, right when I got there, the world went to shit again. Yeah. But it's it's but it's but reactionary. It's, it's reactionary to the times that we had. It's like this kind of, like, slingshot effect, right? So, like, we experienced the stop of everything. Yeah. A it, full stop of everything. For the first time in, a, in, like, a generation, that kind of... Full stop is where full industries just quit, and it was it was like eight weeks of lockdown, where like you weren't supposed to go anywhere unless you really had to. There were unfortunately people still had jobs, still had to go out and be a part of that. Some were forced home, some you know, and for with like a forced layoff or something like that. And the reaction from that is the entire like world economy is just like really tipsy turvy. And it's still it's still recovering from that, and we're we're still going to have issues with that. Now, like I'm now getting by because of the increased workload I had, like that I'm taking on, and that's yeah. kind of depressing. Yep. Well, yeah, because now you you're, hmm, I know this pretty well. Like you're at that point where you're sacrificing moments and memories with mm-hmm. your family to provide for that family, and then like you're. You feel like you're missing out on things. It's hard. It's a hard. It's hard disassociation of that. Like, I know I have to do this. I need to do this. I got to wake up every day and do the grind for the reason I'm fighting the good fight. But like, mm-hmm. you know, it, it doesn't come without a cost, and there is a lot of sacrifice to that. I think that's a a word that people don't. Who you know, you're not a parent or never experienced parenthood. Like, you don't know sacrifice until you've been in that world. You know, it's a it's a whole different game. It's not about me. It's about everything else, and that's uh, that's a lot. But Brando, I want to we're on we're on you for a second. I want to I want to talk about this for a minute. Your new position afforded you kind of a I know this is a weird place to go, but kind of a dream opportunity to travel mm-hmm. and go. And you're now Japando. <laughs> Japando, yeah. So Brando went to Japan, yeah. and Japando is what came back. So now, <laughs> now we have the um, 
the soap opera evil stepbrother with the mustache. <laughs> oh, dude, in classic yeah. like yeah. Uh, old Japanese soap opera, samurai yeah. soap opera style. Yeah. Whoa. <laughs> <laughs> right. Japando. Yeah. No, I definitely think that uh, that's a perfect moniker. But tell us how, how like break it down what was that like there's like a thousand different questions i really have that we still not even talked about the Mm -hmm. candy and then like the just the whole give it to us it's definitely a journey so yeah i mean this is going to take up a large portion like uh, of just pure spitball storytelling uh but literally uh my job i now work with engineering uh for a new model development and uh that has a it, it raised an opportunity to go to Japan uh, to go and work with their side of that coin. Uh, and um, I jumped at it like instantly, you know, like absolutely. Sign that's me a, up. Yeah. That's a once in a lifetime opportunity. So my, my position in this group is, is temporary. It's not full time yet because they take people from the production line to go back there. And it's like they borrow and fill manning spots or staffing spots with those people. And then when it's time you go back to the line, and then you can put in for another one, and then maybe there are some full-time positions they might open up someday. So, you know, there's a hope for advancement, right? For sure. And they just, like, not often do those temporary guys get to go to on these trips. There's at least a couple trips a year. Sometimes maybe one, but I, I remember since I've been on board, there's been three. Um, and, like, literally, like, the week I got back there, the week after, they went on one. And then... There was one in the spring, and then one in the summer. That's one that I went on. But I was asked if I wanted to go, and you know, I said yes. But I needed a passport. I didn't have one. Uh, we had plans to get one around tax time, but then other things kind of came up, and I'm like, eh, I'm not going to get to go anyway on, on this on this cycle. You know, I'll have time. That was an oversight <laughs> because it came it came up and it came around. So. I don't know if anybody's ever had to do this. You can get a uh, a passport on short notice with emergency authorization, and it costs a little bit extra to do that. But uh, the cool thing about it is that the company that I work for would reimburse for that. So I cover it up front, but they'll but you know but they'll pay me back because it, because I'm getting it for work. So I'm like, all right, that's cool. You know, yeah, cool. So I had to like get extra money. Yep. To set aside just for that, and so all right, got that. And it was like two twenty five altogether. Spicy. So we had to call up to the um, to our closest national passport branch. Essentially, it's like the BMV, but worse um, because the closest one to us is Chicago, and it serves for a region, not just. It's a lot of people, and you have to make an appointment. Probably got Milwaukee in there and shit like that. Yeah, you have to make an appointment. And um, you can only start calling within 10 days of your trip. That's the day that you can call up there to make an appointment. They don't want you calling any day before that day. Whoa. So you call on day 11, they're just going to turn you away. Call tomorrow, motherfucker. I called them so many different times for different questions that we all had. And literally, you're on hold for... Ever in a day. 45 minutes, an hour, Dude, hour and a half. yes. Too. So I'm at work. Oh, my God. And you're at work. And, oh, no. And I call them, have them, have my phone just sitting there, and I'm on hold with the earbud in, doing computer work or doing some other work. 
while I'm just waiting on this call. Shit. And then finally, hey, somebody answers. Now I can actually, you know, talk and do some stuff. Well, eventually, when we called to make the appointment, the nearest appointment was the day we leave in Chicago. Could have made a movie out of this whole thing. That's not going to work. <laughs> it's not. Can't <laughs> be in two places at once. No. So the next closest and nearest was the day before we leave in Detroit. That's what, five hours from here? Yeah, oh. about, yeah, yeah. Almost four. five. About four? Yeah. Um, four hour trip. So Damn. we left work. At noon Wednesday, we drove to Detroit, stayed overnight in Detroit, got a hotel, and then on Thursday, the day before we leave for a like long-ass flight, we have to get up early, be at, I think my appointment was at 10, and the other two's appointments were at 10.30, um, but we showed up at the place which is in downtown Detroit uh, at like a little bit after eight. And they were already open and you could just walk up and Oh, nice. So it's not like a long line or some shit. No, no. But like, these are the lines. If you like, if, if, if you say you have an appointment and then you're on their list, they'll just say, all right, go ahead and go get in line. Like, it's kind of weirdly like it, you have to have an appointment, but literally it's, it looked like people were just walking in. Hmm. It, was, it was really weird. So you, so you like eventually go up, you see, you give them all your stuff and they're going to, okay, dippa dippa do. You know, and you know, here's your number, and uh, you'll be called up. So you get checked in, you go sit down, you wait a while till your number's called, you go, and you, you go through the whole ordeal about getting your passport, and yada, yada, yada. Is there ever a moment in your head where you're thinking, like, if some weird shit you did that got to where you're not going to get your fucking passport? Well, what I was like afraid, panicking? What I was afraid of was uh, the method of payment, because oh. there was conflicting information online about what you, they would accept. Some said cash only. Some said uh, money order. No, money order was all of it, but some said money order cash, and um, I didn't find out till the day that you could use your debit card. But I got a money order because I knew it would be guaranteed. Money order was on there, damn it. So I, I went and got a money order. Uh, I, I, I was there. Which is paid. a pain in the ass. So, yeah. Well, I mean, it, it was. it's just it's like an additional step to a transaction. Yep. It's all it is. Um. So I, she's like, all right, yeah, you can come back at 3 p.m. to get your password. Now, this is like 8.30 in the morning. So we're like, holy shit. we got to spend the entire day in Detroit. What would you do? Uh, we drove around looking for some. Uh, and actually, we found the Airbnb that I'm going to be staying at uh, when we go see Metallica in two weeks. Nice. Um, so, oh, yeah. so I actually got to see it because in the neighborhood it's in, it looks and you look at Google Maps, it's a little sketchy, right? Like, all right. Uh, the, the owners of this place live next door. They're like a top tier, you know, five star. Like, all right. And then you go th you, when you go through it, it's like downtown, sketch. Next section, very high end. The section that, that, that looks sketch is being, like, renovated. It's, and, like, it's in transition. Yeah. And so, like, even the, uh, the lady on the Airbnb and her comments, like, look, the area looks worse than it actually is. Like yeah. be, because this area was run down, but it has been it, it's in the process of being cleaned up. I mean, that's how it was when we went to Memphis this year. Same kind of vibe. The area looked kind of sketchy. Like the, the people right next to us were definitely hoarders. Like they had shit just all in their mm -hmm. yard, like whatever. But like 
You know, it was a, a, a large fenced-in area with a dope-ass hot tub and shit like that. It was a little weird that I was always on camera when I was in there, you know, because they had cameras for their fucking property. I get it. You know, it is still kind of a sketch area. It's not 100% yet, but it's also close to, like, Campus Town, Insomniac Cookies and shit like that, so that was cool. But continue. So we drove around a little bit, uh, just saw stuff. Um Saw different like uh, like uh, Ford plant or something. You know, we saw like a yeah because of the uh, Bronco. Yeah, we, like we saw a crap load of Broncos like out in the, like out in the lot. So like I was cool, but then we were like looking for a good barbecue place for lunch, and a couple of them didn't open in time. And I, like we're looking around, and um, I find one that I'm like, dude, this has nothing but great reviews, right? Yeah. And the pictures of the food look pretty damn good and portion sized. So we go all the way down there, and it looks like a flipping hole in the wall, just like like where you, where where the cook would come out with the spatula, swatting a rat, you know that kind of place. Go on, get. Yep. But the thing is, aren't those places usually like the best places? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because you had to find them, and they're open for a reason. It's like, like, dude, this is just a boy that loves cooking and is probably badass at it, but he's not big enough to have like a like a really professional looking place. Oh yeah. And th- the guy I was with, um, he was like, no, because he, he he thought of that guy. <laughs> the thing, the spatula with the rat. Did you get vetoed out? I got vetoed. We didn't have Damn, it. I wanted it. I wanted to know what it was I, like. I want to find the place when we go back to see I if it. Don I, Vito's fucking rat <laughs> barbecue, you know, like. <laughs> you know. How about a dip it I don't know. Don Vito's rat barbecue sounds pretty damn. You didn't have a Humvees <laughs> in the Civil War? <laughs> God damn it. I did not. I'm going to be 100% honest with you guys. I did not think that we'd be referencing Viva La Band. Uh, hey, I mean, he's he's doing, you know, he's doing well. 15 minutes in or is whatever he? it is. Yeah, Bam's on a, like, a rebound right now. He's been I healthy. I just saw him get a neck tat. He, uh, what is it? He's on a like, rehab and shit like that. He's skating again, which is a crazy thing because he hadn't been. Like, you know, it's hard. Trauma's a hell of a drug. I mean, that's really what it boils down and to. And drugs are a hell of a drug. And drugs are also a hell of a drug. All yeah. right. We go back right at three, get our passports, almost, boom. All right, we're good. Let's go. All right. There's a storm coming into Detroit, storm fronts. All right. So we get out of town right as soon as it starts to hit. We don't actually see any of it. Until we get to what? what's the city up there? Um, is that where Fort Wayne is? Fort Wayne is up there. There's like a, there's like a Sweetwater... Maryville? Uh, no, no, not Maryville. No, Fort Wayne, South Bend. Hold on, hold on. I'm gonna zoom out because I because I gots to know. I I, I don't want to say the wrong damn place. He gots to know. He gots to know. You know what I realized? Yeah, Ty, we didn't go to the gas station for drinks or anything like that. No. Nope. Damn it, we failed as humans. That's all right. It's okay. Continue. It was Fort Wayne. So when we hit Fort Wayne, we we went through a tornado. Um, it was like. Uh, monsoon mm, rains. The monsoon. I might still have a uh, video of it on the phone, but we drove through that shit, and like cars parked along the side of the road, take, taking shelter, and we just pressed on. 
and drove through it. Hell yeah. Damn. We're on a mission from I, God. I did the same thing when we came back from Memphis, bro. We were in Mount Vernon, Illinois, and I saw the clouds, and I knew. I was like, oh, my God, this storm is nuts. It's going to be a bad one. And, like, I knew it was bad when semis backed off, and I was the lead dog, and I'm like, oh, shit. They trust me now. This is not. I'm the littlest car, so if they see me go flying, they know to back the fuck off because they're going to be safe, you know? But, uh, no, it was terrifying. Fucking tornadoes are fucking absolutely terrifying. Oh, wow. Yeah, it is. Damn it. Yeah, it, yeah. Yeah, definitely a hold on to your butts moment. Yeah. So we get through that, and then it's sunshine and roses all the way home. Um, you know, it, like it, it was a pretty decent car ride, dude. Because the dude that's riding with us is older, dude. But but he like he's into rock and modern rock. Yeah. So like every everywhere they would just be like find find the nearest rock station. So we just listen to like just kind of more generic, just more like generic rock, classic sure. rock and shit. But you know, good time. We get back to uh, work at like I think it was like eight o'clock. Damn. P.M. And I had to go to Walmart and get a few things. Hell yeah. And then come home, then have dinner, and then get finished packed. I got to bed at like 1 o'clock in the morning. Damn. And um, I didn't, turns out I didn't need to be at work at 6 because we were leaving the plant at 7. So I could have just showed up then. But I was so paranoid about when I was going to sleep versus when I had to wake up. Sure. That the moment that first alarm went off, I was boom. You already on my dressed feet. all the way, and my I uh, it was my first alarm. So my first alarm, I have that set for four a.m. Yeah, I don't wake up at four a.m. I wake up at four thirty. It it snoozes every ten minutes to kind of. It's almost like just like a defibrillator, like <laughs> every ten He's minutes. He's not quite back, Captain Shockham again. <laughs> and, like, huh. and then one time, it's like. But that's actually my kid who sleeps in the bed with us because he yeah. tries to escape the house. So, <laughs> I digest. So, <laughs> I hope you digest. <laughs> so, I wake up 4 o'clock, boom, jump out of the bed like American Dad, land in his slippers, and just get ready. And so, that means I'm at work um, by 5 o'clock. At 4.07, he was at work. Almost, but yeah, no. It was like 5 o'clock on the dot. I just showed up and was like. She's like two hours early. Yes. Fuck yes. dog. Also, may I mention something? Yeah, anxiety is a motherfucker. So we are flying out from Indy to Chicago, Chicago to uh, Haneda, mm-hmm. yeah, in, in in Tokyo. You know how long of a flight that is? Sixteen hours, I think you told me, right? Um, actually, we got very lucky, and uh, we had a really good like updraft. So we are the the flight over was like twelve, or just under twelve, maybe wow. like eleven and change. So we got very lucky. Also, this is my first time on a plane. Ever. Ever. It's a long first time, dog. Very short first time, because that's Indy to Chicago first. Oh, yeah. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> you had right. a little taste of it, I guess. All right, so we're so we're riding. What, what's cool is a couple of the guys uh, got company cars, and they drove us to Indy. So so we got chauffeured to Indy. Nice. So a uh, friend of the show, Mike Norris, drove. Hey, shout out, Mike. And uh, we just fucking jammed out the whole fucking time. And, uh, like, we're playing, like, all kinds of fucking, like, just metal. and Kids bop. Yep. That, and then random-ass fucking, like, uh, 90s rap. Hell yeah. I'm in. 
and uh, we at one point we were like uh, catching up on the road to the other car, and uh, it was like we we're about ready to pass them, and one of us said, "Move, bitch, get out the way." So then Ludacris had to come. So I put that on. We turned down the windows, blared it as we drove by. Power move. <laughs> Fucking all Love that. that. Go on, like, get. The? Yep. Love that. That's our maturity level. <laughs> Be so, gone. So, so we get to the airport. Uh, everything's fine. Uh, we get back to uh, wait for our flight to leave. We get on the board flight, and we're about ready to leave. But some lady complains that the, the seat in front of her is broken, and the dude... Is like it, the seat's touching her knee. Oh my Christ! First world so, problems. So so they had to turn the plane around, go back to the terminal, and bring maintenance on board. No fucking way. Yeah. So <laughs> you just started flying, and they pulled you back <laughs> down. No, I no. Would... We had moved out to go oh. onto the run to, for our turn to go on the runway. Okay, but she was you know, complaining before that ever took off. It's like that holding pattern that the planes have, like for they wait for their turn to be able to depart. Yeah. So we got there and like. Back it up, Terry. <laughs> Get out of the way, Terry. <coughs> Excuse me. I'm getting over like some sort of like cough, but <laughs> sorry, I'm trying to crack my spine and <laughs> it's okay. It's okay. <laughs> I'm not getting a coughing fit, darn. Sorry, folks, for my incest. This is cough. we're older now, god damn it. Well, I just got over like a little bit of like a like thankfully it's something that didn't turn into something worse, but just a little bit of a like Flemmy Slight flim. porn addiction. Yes. So we finally take off, and I swear this pilot's like, we got to make up some time. Because I feel like he just... <laughs> we just got... To, it was... A, however long of a flight it is from Indy to Chicago, it took didn't take that long. <laughs> just put it that way. Oh, this was shit. This was just between Indy and O'Hare. Yeah. Damn it. So we landed in O'Hare. And thankfully, because our flight was delayed, they moved our terminal to be in the same terminal group as oh, the, as the nice. Haneda flight because we were going to have to book it there. Yeah, we wouldn't normally, have any. That's one of the things that I really dislike about O'Hare and Atlanta is really bad, too. Um, it never fails if you have connecting flight, even mm-hmm. Indy to O'Hare. Oh, man, dude. Skylar and I, uh, I think I've told the story on Podcastrophy way, way back, but Skylar and I caught a connecting flight for like nothing if we took one in o'hare and then we ended up getting stuck in the airport for like seven hours because of high winds and shit it's a windy city what do you expect you know but (laughs) yeah man just the uh, 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 fucking booking it across the airport man i hate being that guy nothing to do that yeah they did not give a shit i got threatened more than once to be uh, we will remove you sir (laughs) I don't want to be removed. I just want... I want to leave! <laughs> yeah, I'm ready to go. Get me out of here. But so, your your connecting flight, you lucked out. They, yes. They flopped your terminal, so you could just bug. Well, we got there, and we had time to go grab something to eat for lunch. Sure, hell yeah. So, they're at O'Hare now. They have the Billy Goat, um, which yeah, is that... the tavern. Yeah. So, like, they have that right there in the airport. Jam it. So, like, fucking grabbed a burger and, and went and, you know, ate that and... Eventually got to board the plane, and the flight over, we were, it's, it's of course, it's economy. Yeah. So, you know, not the best. I am on an aisle, so that's cool. And there's... That's where you want to be. There's nobody in between me and this other dude. Note, how much sleep has sleep have I gotten at this point? Very little. 
two hours. Yeah, <laughs> that's pushing it maybe. Because because I probably had some anxiety too that like not about flying for the first time. I actually was not that afraid of the whole thing, right? Sure. I, everybody kept like, right, are you are you gonna be afraid? And I'm like, I'm really not that nervous about this. Like, yeah, I was more nervous that. about like waking up, getting on time, bro. It's be, important yes, because no. you don't want to fucking miss it. You miss it, it's over. Like that was my biggest anxiety was. Will we make one? Will I wake up? Two? Will I wake up on time? Right. When you make that like poor decision to stay up all night with your friends, and then you're like, "I'll get up for work on time. I just need two hours of mm-hmm. sleep." No, you dumbass. You that's that not, that's so not bad. gonna work. Nope. So, anyways, that was my anxiety. The flight to Chicago, not that bad, not that bad at all. Sure. You know, and then uh, this is a much bigger plane. They had the whole touchscreen movie <laughs> gimmick. Sure. You know. I can't even remember what I watched on the way over. I don't. I don't remember if I watched anything because I was trying to go to sleep. Didn't you tell me you watched all the John Wick movies? I watched four on the way back. That's what it was. Um, though the fourth one was the newest one. Uh, that was not on there when we went over. It was on there when we came back. Because gotcha. uh, I, I think the newest thing that was on there, their day ahead. <laughs> well, I, like on the plane, they have contracts for the distribution. The media distribution companies, so like yeah, there's like there's some HBO stuff on there. There's Game of Thrones stuff on there, okay. what, like all that kind of stuff. And they got movies, but I think the the newest movie that was on there that was not yet were like, released on um, physical media or digital was the newest Shazam. Okay, Fury of the Gods. So like literally, like we we fly back at the end of July. If we would have flied in August, it would have been the the Guardians movie. Gotcha. Right around the time that it was hitting uh, Blue or, or yeah, Dis- Dis- Disney yeah. Plus or whatever. Yep. Hell yeah. Anyways, um, I sleep not a wink on that flight over. <laughs> That's rough, man. So I could not get comfortable enough. Anytime that I dozed off. Now, I don't really always count dozing as sleeping. Because literally, I was out for maybe a few minutes. like, And not even where I'm like asleep. It's just like... My consciousness has started to lift, and I am not cognizant present, but I'm not asleep. And any noise is going to immediately jolt you back awake. Boom. It was the noise, or the nudge, or the shake of the cabin, yeah. Or the, do you want a soda? Yes, I I do want a soda. I'm wearing a sleep mask that that has Bluetooth speaker, or headphones. Dope. So I'm listening to a podcast, or... Whatever I was doing, I can't. I think I had YouTube uh, Premium. My I, I had a month long thing that I activated the day before the trip. So like, I had I, I downloaded a bunch of videos and stuff for the flight and everything. So I was just listening to stuff, and I'm I'm realizing like, I have been listening to this for a long time. <laughs> like I'm running out of things to listen to. No, 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 no. Oh. I wasn't because some of the things I downloaded were like uh, gameplay videos, nice. like so. Some of the people I watch when they play, they don't just like they do like reviews as they play. Cool. And talk about lore and talk about all kinds of stuff. And it, it, it turns into like a, a conversation with their viewers. And, and they'll be commenting back and forth and, and then talking about the story segments as it goes along and everything. Love so, that. So, like, these videos are like eight hours a piece. Okay. So you had, you had, I had plenty, shit. plenty. But I just realized, like, at some point, I was like, I have been listening to this for a long time. 
He's halfway through the game. Shit. Like, yeah. Like, it was something like that where it was like, because I never really listened to it that long. I used it to fall asleep to. And then I'm out. And it plays all night because I'll wake up at certain points and roll over and I'll, oh, yeah, yeah, I remember that part, yeah. That's a great, that's a great cheat right there. And, 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 and then guy. I just, like, fall back asleep. And then, I, and then I'm, and I'm, and I'm, and I'm not a back off. But, Hell, yeah. But I bought that specifically for the plane ride, but I but I got it. I actually got it uh, some time before, um, even before it was confirmed I was ever going. Did you try to use it before you? Yeah. Flew? Oh yeah. Oh yeah. I, I had it for like there. I was so not, you had it totally dialed in before you even there. There was talk of me potentially going for like at least two months or more, almost three. Wow. It was rumored like eh, and I'm like. Yeah, <laughs> but but that but that, since it wasn't affirmed, there even wasn't enough time to really get the the passport in time. Yeah. So um, no, I I had them and they're great. I love them. I don't sleep a fucking wink. We land in Tokyo, so we left at well uh, the flight left dude like eleven ish Chicago time. Sure. Central Standard. So 12-year time. <laughs> yeah. So um, we land in Tokyo, and it's – so we so that was uh, Friday morning, 11 o'clock. We land in Tokyo at Saturday afternoon. You lose a whole day. And it was so fucking weird to have it feel like it's – that was such a pocket of time where I was awake. <laughs> And cognizant, and it's a blur now. And it's yep. a day off, so it definitely fucks you up. It's, I had this whole window of time that felt like an eternity, and yet, in, in reality, I skipped over time, but when I got on the plane, it was sunny. When I got off the plane, it was sunny. and 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 it, But it, it could have been any more than three hours later, but it, that's, but it felt like it was condensed into a, a long existence of nothingness. Actual time travel. So it was like that was the mind fuck of it. I didn't feel weird about it. I was, of course, super tired, ungodly tired, delirious tired. Like we were starting to get like slap happy in public. And shit. I was, I was a bit beyond slap happy. Ah, yeah. I I was on like my seventeenth wind at this point because we got there. But the, but then when we get there, one of the guys loses uh his baggage didn't make it over. Oh, fuck. And it has stuff for for work purposes. What the fuck do you do? We have to wait for it to show up. So it had to be even longer to wait? Like, okay, so we were we waited at the airport while they figured this stuff out. Because you got to think about this. There's a language barrier. Yeah. So even though the you know you have a a international airport where there is you know some English I mean Tokyo is a very touristy friendly place there's a lot of English text to yeah. you know find your way around with uh, the, the the transit can be challenging but a lot of the bigger transit stations uh, the information people are experienced in some English because they expect tourists so if you ask. For help, you t- they can typically guide you where you want to go. Hell yeah. Hey, T.Y., will you grab me a DP? Thanks, brother. Um, Anywho, yeah, wait there for an hour. 
Oh my god! While they figure this, so out. you're already exhausted, beyond mm-hmm. exhausted. Yeah. You didn't sleep where you could have slept on the plane. No, and now you're awake already an hour longer. So every hour it feels like infinity, mm-hmm. and you just want to like go to bed. Yeah, and you have to wait at least till what is it? You said it was noon Saturday, so you have to wait like at least eight hours before it's nighttime. Even well. When we landed, it wasn't quite that. When we landed, it was a, it was a little bit later than that, and then it was the hour, and then uh, when we had to take the train to the subway, to the subway to our hotel. Jeez. So we had to ride that, and then we get to our hotel. We we have to get go go through the process of of getting checked in again, language barrier and stuff, and. Company car. Do you guys have anybody that's translating for you or doing any of this? Not for, you for guys? this. Not for this. So purpose. you guys are just raw dogging a language barrier completely. Thankfully, uh, a lot of the guys, there's a couple of the guys that went with, uh, they have gone multiple times. And uh, at least one of them is not like, I wouldn't say proficient, but has picked up certain words. He's starting to become more fluent. Well, and when you've gone like seven, eight, nine, ten times, you, you, you pick up on stuff. You know, and and how to interact and how to ask for help and what words to use. Anyways, well, we get checked in the hotel. We go to the room. Uh, the room is one of those rooms where the it only has power if you ha- if you put the key card in a slot. What? What? So when you you have your key card that gets you into the hotel room, when you get in there, you have to put it in the slot, and that provides power to the whole room. Wow, that's cool as fuck. It was a pretty small room. Sorry. It's okay. You can kick me. It's pretty. It's a pretty small room. Um, Are you guys all sharing? Like, four, how many guys was it? Four that went? No, there were six of us. All sharing one room? No, no, no. Okay. We, we each get our own separate room. So, okay. Okay. When we traveled over, uh, we we went on Saturday. So we landed on Saturday. So we got to the yeah. hotel. So we had Saturday night and Sunday until the like five six o'clock in the evening in Tokyo, and that was not related to work. That yeah. was just we got to go on over the weekend, so we were able to, to get the flights early. So that gave us almost like a little bit of a window to kind of have personal time and go explore some stuff. Hell yeah, which and is so, awesome. Yes, and no, that was like just going for work in general was an experience, but being able to do that was another experience because when I got to the hotel, I was wiped the fuck wiped, out. wiped, wiped, wiped. And of course, you like took a shower and went to fucking sleep. Uh, we did not. Holy shit! No, we hit the damn town and went to Akihabara, which is like a, a kind of a, a an anime manga, uh, more nerd type district. And uh, so, like we 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 hit it on foot, and we found a place to eat, <clears throat> and we got food. Um, we I found some like uh, uh, dumplings. And you know, had some of those, mm-hmm. and uh, got the stuff that I thought was going to be uh, kind of a katsu don, or uh, I think that's what that is. It's like that deep fried uh, pork, but it wasn't. It was fish. Oh, was so good. Yeah, but it's not what I expected. <laughs> it's one of those yeah. things. But yeah, we got some food. Uh, we, we we hiked it all the way over to Akihabara. We went up to, uh, into an underground tunnel. Uh, to, it's like an underground walking tunnel. It's like a district of little tunnels under this uh, major kind of highway crossing. Um, so that was kind of neat. And then we get to Akihabara, and there is a 
They have a chain of stores over there called Don Quixote. Like the like the nursery rhyme Don Quixote? The old man charging the windmills because he thought they were giants? What? <clears throat> I'm going to look it up. Hold on. Japan. Stand by. Don. Yeah, yep. So viewers are not going to be able to see this. No, it's okay. But I can maybe put up a picture and post. But it's like this freaking penguin. Dude, I identify as that penguin. There we you talked go. about he this. Said that, yeah. And this is donkey, d o n k i dot com in uh, English e e n slash slash e n. So wait, like it's real, and it, and it, they've got everything, everything, and like it's like this. And 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 in this building, it was a multi floored store. Damn it. And they've got food items. They've got uh, appliance items. They've got nerd stuff. I found CBD stuff there. That's cool. Um, they have a porn section. Would, well, I wonder how long it would take to find weed in Japan. I don't know, but yeah. I would not. You, uh, they are strict. Oh, yeah. That's what, that's what, that's, that's, that's actually what intrigues me about it. They are pretty strict over there. So, um, yeah. yeah. I want to play bad cop, bad cop with the Japanese. Like, okay, so. They have the they have the legal right to arrest you and hold you for up to like twenty six days if you're just being crazy in public or suspicious. Whoa, twenty six days? That's a long fucking time. It's something like that. It's almost a month. They can just like hold you and be like, "Dude, you need to like." I already learned my lesson with Brittany Griner, man. <laughs> I'm not not trying to do that in another country unless it's legal. Go to Amsterdam, smoke weed there. So, um. On the way in Akihabara, there are some girls standing on the street. Oh, yeah? Uh, dressed like maids. Oh, yeah? A couple in, like, geisha stuff, but there's a such thing over there called maid cafes. <clears throat> where all the girls are dressed like maids. And they want you to go in there and spend money. So it's like a... Um, PG-13 strip club? Yeah. I was going to say, like, a hypersexualization I would say PG strip club. Because wow. it's not like... They, they aren't like overly sexually clad, other than the fact that they're dressed like maids. Sure. It, but it, it's like this. But it, and then it's not like they're like dote. Like they're not like they're just showing you attention. It's all it is, <laughs> and serving you. PG strip club. I just think Robin Williams, Mrs. Doubtfire, coming out <laughs> to not even strip, just to kind of like show a little little of the knee. You know, that's mm-hmm. not it. Hell yeah, I like that in a woman. For some reason, Flubber's there, too. Oh, yeah. Natural. Let's cross over. Let's cross mm. over. Just like God made you. <laughs> Anyways, we Gary were out. Bussy. We were out. I, I, you know, I you know, got some Gary stuff. I got Bussy. some drinks. Bussy. Found Japanese monster energy. I found Ooh. Pepsi and you know, Coke and stuff like that over there. Tasted it all? Mm-hmm. Difference? Yeah. Uh, n- monster, no. Monster was same. But, like, um, the Cokes were sweeter or, like, more – it was, like, real sugar or something like that. Yeah. Very similar to that kind of stuff. But uh, uh, I think we got – I think I turned in that night about 1130. Jesus Christ. At night, which that meant it was now – we were 13 hours ahead, so it was 1030 in the morning. Saturday. Saturday, uh, Saturday back here in the states. So almost twenty four hours, um, just from flight to that moment, not including the time that you were awake seven hours prior. 
which makes it like a 32 or 34 hour day. Yeah. God damn. Yeah. Yeah. Not that was the wor- that was the worst part of the soul. That's nasty. So got some good sleep. <laughs> Mm. Oh yeah, I bet Catch you knocked out like a baby. Were you afraid not to wake up the next day because of work? Uh, well, no, um, we weren't going to work. We were going to get up and uh, check out of the hotel, but you could leave your bags there, so then we could go explore and go to some places, but then have a meet back time of a certain time to then make the hike over to the bigger train station to catch the train to Ota, because that's where you're actually going to be staying and working and stuff in in Ota. Yeah, yeah. So. Um, so we got it, like got up no problem because like I had no problem sleeping, despite the fact that I always have like a little bit of a problem sleeping in like a space that isn't my space, you know. I always kind of have that. What's up, Tom? Wow. <laughs> wow. My space. My space. Anyways, Tom. so we get up. Uh, I'm gonna go. <laughs> yeah. You yeah. can't at your house. Yeah, I'm gonna leave my house. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just gonna bug. Adios, guys. Bring back snacks, you know, like shit. So we met downstairs at like eight o'clock in the morning. Yeah. And uh, I think it was eight or eight or nine. And there's like a department store in the hotel. So but they have like these like 7-Elevens uh, and then Lawson's. It's like this little like convenience store. And I guess, wait, I said department store, but convenience store. And their convenience store food <clears throat> is on point. Okay. Really good. Like not like. Getting tornadoes from the gas station here. I don't fuck with that. I'm hoping you don't shit your pants. What if I want to shit my pants? Nate? <laughs> then eat a tornado. And you will probably. <laughs> I you can, will probably. Nate, shit so your I pants. guarantee you, if you eat <laughs> three <laughs> breakfast tornadoes, you and will little, shit your pants. A little bit of that sour cream from the gas station. Oh be, fuck! Yeah, it's been sitting be, like right under the windowsill. <laughs> this know. is a. This got derailed. <laughs> okay. So hold on. Bring it back. Gas station food is something that as a lower middle class, upper lower class individual growing up is has is has and always will be sacred to me because it kept me going for a long time. Sure. Terrible. Awful shit, dude. But the other morning before work, I so Every fucking grocery store in Lafayette has been out of my goddamn coffee that I like. That's not cool. And it's taken me years and years and years to find the coffee that's like, okay, that's the coffee that I want to drink every day. Yeah. That's that's dad's go-to. Not that bullshit that Bonnie buys. It's not. It's not fucking, goddamn it, Margaret. I told you to stop buying the Folgers. <laughs> it's trash. Okay. Maxwell House is even worse. It is. It it's really even is. Worse. It's bad. I can actually drink Folgers. It's, yeah, I don't. I you know it's but it's Maxwell a, House. No, it, dude, it is bad. No. So <laughs> yeah. So anyway, I've I've been I've been treating myself to a little bit nicer bag coffee for a while. I, and but anyway, particular, I found two that I like. They're on even playing field. I have one that I prefer, but either one is fine. Every every store in town out, pain ass. So I've been stopping and getting. I also have. I call it the sweet nectar, <laughs> but <laughs> I really, really like uh, the ultra sugar free watermelon monsters. Yeah, those taste like a watermelon Jolly Rancher, dude. Oh, love those. But I'm trying to drink less of that. But so anyway, I've been getting one of those every morning, and I grabbed one from the thing, and I went to turn around, and it's like fuck it. 
Because normally I don't eat during the daytime until I get home. Yeah. It's like, fuck it, I'll just drink this monster, you know, and I'll just raw dog the day. And it's like, but what if I got a big Texas cinnamon roll? <laughs> yeah, you better. <laughs> so then I got a big Texas Whoa. cinnamon roll, and there I was in my truck. <laughs> fucking just ripping into the bear, the big Texas. I need to talk about this really quickly. No shame whatsoever. Dude, it was so fucking good. Well, it's a big Texas cinnamon roll. Dude, it was so fucking good. Like, I'm thinking about how good that goddamn cinnamon roll was right now. <laughs> if that... Uh, yeah, it's a fucking big I, I saw Texas. The, I saw the worst commercial. Casey's General Store has a commercial now. Oh god! And it's like, come get a medium breakfast item and a medium soda for breakfast. <laughs> and I'm like, wow, we're just promoting fucking diabetes. Like, yeah, dude. come on, have your medium soda at breakfast. Get your mega gulp. <laughs> uh, anyways, continue. so anyway, back to convenience store in Japan where dude, the food is on point. It is, man. And and they've got like like cold stuff that you heat up, but you don't need like it's like chicken really spicy ass chicken skewer that mm. even though it's cold it's like oh it just has so much flavor. But anyways, because it's all real food. Yeah, yeah, oh yeah. So we go exploring and we go uh, we make the trek uh, through subway to go to Tokyo Tower, which is the first. Uh, tower of that kind, uh, of, of in any structure of that height in Tokyo, until the uh, the oh Sky Needle or whatever it's called over there. Sure, I can't remember what that thing is called, but there's there there's a newer thing that's bigger. But uh, Tokyo Tower was like the first a Space Needle. It's not is that. What is it? I don't think it's a Space Needle. It's no, that's Seattle. The, oh, the, well, the Sky Tree, multiple of the them. Sky Tree. I, 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 I think that's what they call it. Well, anyways, we went to Tokyo Tower and it was a really good time. Uh, got it to see is the sky tree. That is correct. Got to see some really cool stuff, and from there we made another trek, another subway ride to another district. That's fucking dope. I used to know what the districts we went to. The only one I can remember <coughs> now is Akihabara, but uh, we went to the uh, restaurant where Kill Bill one was filmed with the sword fight mm-hmm. uh, with the uh, Lucy Liu and Amazing. and the dudes in the suits. So yeah, we when we ate there. And uh, so that was really cool. Oh yeah. And um, after that, we had we we got back to the um, hotel, got our stuff, and make the trek to the train station. We are now in the afternoon in Tokyo, brother. When I say Japan is hot in the summer, but this summer was unusually hot and humid. It was uh, it was out of the it was it was record breaking. It's all that radiation. Maybe that's a hit crime night. Maybe I'm sorry, it you was can't, you can't say that. However, I, I, it was they had the like the leak Fukushima, yeah. and and we we did drop two oh, atomic bombs on them. Yeah, yeah, so did. yeah, so yeah. Let's let's walk that back. Uh, Nate, uh, yeah. Nate said something. <laughs> He's ripping his yeah. microphone off of the the interface right now. Oh shit. Uh, Oh damn! So it. Nate said something totally, <laughs> totally <laughs> innocent, Oops. and uh, and I threw in the hate crime. Yeah, we we did, we yeah. did to stop global war. Yeah, we yeah we which, global warred them. We, glo- we just we did the global <laughs> we, warring first. Yeah, we, we, we just dropped a whole war. We here's here's war. Here's Boom. our dick. Just congratulations, war. Ooh. Um. Okay. Anyway, sorry. Yep. Anyways. Anyway. 
That may or may not have anything to do with how hot it was, but it was hot. <laughs> I, I, I was backpacking and pulling luggage. Oh, that's all that way. Rough. And um, I I walked that day. I I had uh, like how many miles walked? And it was like twenty three. Nice in the day. From yeah. Holy sheep shit, Batman. Holy sheep shit. Good. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. The the dogs were barking. I uh, bet. 23 miles is fucking ridiculous. That's a lot. The bro. walking wasn't done either. We walked more. Not as much as that day, but collectively, most days I would hit twenty to 25,000 steps. Did you have feet blisters? I did get one, yeah. Man. <laughs> T.Y. is like a kid in class who just he's like, sorry. Well, I was doing some research, and then, and of course, of course, you got to pull up. Anytime you pull anything up, there's an ad down. Yeah. I hate that. It gets us all. Well, anyways, we grab the train, take it out to Oda, get off the train, go to the hotel there, get checked in, and that's where we were for the remainder of the week. Um, Went to work uh, from like 8. So we had to be downstairs in the lobby at 7.30. We walked to the main plant, which employs 15,000 people. Holy shit. And then there's another plant. How is parking? A lot of people uh, do transit, or or, but also walk. But also like a bunch of people walk as well. And like those are obviously like not 15,000 at once. It's divided yeah yeah, three shifts two three shifts or whatever it is i don't think they do three shift production but uh, they probably do have people in there on thirds doing maintenance and stuff but so we uh just 10 minutes away via bus ride from the main plant is another plant so we went there that's where we did all of our activities and stuff and for work um for lunches three days out of the out of the five had mcdonald's for lunch (laughs) Now look, I'm not a McDonald's hater, but even I don't eat McDonald's that often. Yeah. Like, I haven't had McDonald's in a long time. And how's their McDonald's? Pretty damn good. Okay. Pretty damn good. So, the first day I got a teriyaki glazed crispy chicken sandwich. Sounds fire. Hell yeah. And uh, do the fries every day were like, they tasted better. Like, it was just like really crisp, not like... on a on a down day, you get old. Like everything is like made fresh, and like I was a little impressed. bit more made to order. Uh, so yeah, so so also in that town where we were, now the language barrier has increased. Not a lot of people speak English. Trying to convey what you want, don't you dare ask for a water if you're ordering a meal because <laughs> they don't provide that. It's a separate thing when i told them what drink you want i said water they said all like it 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 caused problems it caused problems like confusion wow why uh, because they that's just not how their stuff is structured if you're getting a meal which includes a sandwich fries and soft drink you have to have the soft drink apparently it needs to be soft it can't be clear. And Dog, they they have they have made it very clear. <laughs> like the meal comes with a sandwich, fries, and a soft drink. What don't you understand? Yeah. <laughs> exactly. So also they give you the paper straw there. Yep. 
Does it disintegrate as you use it? I don't like it. Okay, weird, soggy when you're done. It's just it has a weird feel and it's a weird mouth yeah, feel. Yeah, weird but mouth. But they also had grape Fanta. Hell yeah! Ooh. I don't like the metal straws either. I, I, yeah, I don't really like those either. I don't like them because you can't clean them. Just give me a fucking plastic straw and throw that shit away. Sorry, dog. It's bad for I, the I environment. Know, I, you know I what? You know what for, we can do? You know, that too. We don't need <laughs> straws at all. I love that open face drinking. Swig of water for the working. I man. can fucking take a drink. Oh man. Dr. Pepper hits differently, brethren. We were talking about that earlier. Dude, that's why I, it's it's ruined all other soda for me. And mm. it's 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 funny, Brandon, talking about like uh the the great Fanta, which is is Chef's Kiss. Dude, yeah. Ugh. But you're you know, I, I haven't <laughs> been to any of the uh Asian countries, but that's been like number one on my bucket list for a long mm-hmm. time since I travel in Europe so much. But European Dude, I totally understand, like, the food tastes better because it's real shit. The soda tastes better mm-hmm. because, sure, it's fucking soda. It's terrible for you. But it's more natural But it's it's, it's like actual soda. sugar and fruit juice and carbonated water. And, like, they're actually making – they just bottled soda. They didn't fucking – Produce it in a lab. Figure out what chemicals they could put in it to fucking kill us, you know? Yeah. So that's a bummer. Yeah. So uh, we we had all kinds of different foods there. Hell yeah! Uh, we went to this one place that had like this like man paper thin pizza, but and it was like so piping hot. But it was just like you picked it up and ow, and everybody ordered one of those. So they brought it out and we just ow, and just each took pieces and <clears> brought <throat> the next one. Each took pieces. They just they were like you just keep eating them. Like they were almost nothing. But then by the time you all they all came, you're like. Oh, right. shit, I ate a lot. All right, that added up, you know. Uh, we went to this uh, curry place. Love curry. With, 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 with love naan. Curry. It was, oh, God. Ugh. So freaking good. Uh, we went to a mall. Very uh, Americana-style mall. Uh, saw some really cool stuff there. I was looking for cold medicine because I got, I, got, I got got on the way over. Something got me. And it was, it was like that early stages of the sickness where you're just like... You just, just feel like shit. Yeah, just, one nose congested, the other nose uncongested. Yeah. So, well, think about think about how crazy that is too. I, especially with just mm-hmm. the world being crazy and just shit. I think about weird stuff like that all the time. But like, you, your body is so used to the flora and fauna that it it, it interacts with on a regular basis, and then you got on a fucking, you went to the airport mm-hmm. where there's thousands and thousands of people. Bringing their shit, mm-hmm. and then you got in a metal tube yep. with all those, people all those people, and went to an entirely different country the where different you and none of your microbiome has ever interacted with yep. ever, ever, and was just and your body was like fucking dog, I ain't cool with this, yep, right? I am not having this. Thankfully, near where we stay at the hotel, there are uh, there's a there's like a American style bar. Oh, cool! And she she has lived in America. And she's back over there, and she treats all the company guys, and they all go to her place. <clears> and, <throat> and, it, 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 and she got she, you hooked up. She got uh, they actually because that day, that first day of work, I was so miserable. They're like, "You coming out?" And I'm like, "No." I they they could tell I was off, and so they talked to her, and she went to the pharmacy the next day. Oh, sweet, that's and, cool. Uh, and, and and got me uh, got me some Japanese cold medicine, which I actually still have a couple of. Mer. Um. 
but yeah, dude, like all thanks to her. And then of course I went and thanked her in person, um, and gave her some of my business. But while we were there, we, we, we found this store. Of course they, I didn't, we didn't just find it. They knew it's called book off and it is like a goodwill, but with everything like you have clothes, uh, you have appliance, like, like household appliances, but not like big, like, like table, like tabletop appliances. Toasters, yeah, microwaves, kind of electronics, TVs, uh, music equipment, um, figurine statues, okay, movies, video games, books, manga, it, records, CDs, hell yeah, systems. It, Ugh. and this place is just like endless. So I went a little wild. This is the one place I went wild in, and the old game hunter came back out of me. Uh oh, I haven't I haven't been in that element in a long time. And he was hot and heavy. I'm telling you right now, dude. I I went. Well, hey, buddy. He's like you. Have Fourth member drink. of the podcast, yeah. Murph, joining the show. Anyways, so yeah, I got some games. Um, I got uh, some some Super Famicom games and PS One games. And uh, I think a PSP game. I should have had you pick me up a Dino Crisis 2 while you were over there. I bet you could have found one. I know I saw the original. I know I did see the original. He's by you. Um, mm-hmm. But I got, on PlayStation, I got uh, a Japanese copy of Xenogears. Hell yeah. Metal Gear Solid. And uh, Biohazard. So Resident I, Evil. I, I had to get that because know. I have so many versions of that. Yeah, on of PS1. course. Super Famicom, I got Link to the Past, Zelda. Amazing. I got uh, Mega Man X one, two, and three. I got Final Fantasy five uh, and six in a complete inbox Chrono Trigger. Holy shit! Yeah, that was awesome. <clears throat> so now I have the American version and the Japanese version, and yeah, like they were. So we all went that day. We still haven't received our uh, uh, our fellow's uh, luggage. Luggage. So yeah. Like, oh shit. So this is day three at shit. this point. No, no, no. Okay. So when we went to book off, then and, and I went nuts. That was still Sunday. So we got the train from Tokyo. We walked all that in Tokyo. Did that Tokyo or uh, Saturday night, Sunday uh, morning, afternoon, evening, train, Oda hotel, walk down. Over a mile to book off. To book off. After and all that. Yeah, oh, after shit. all that. And then walk back. Good Lord. And so now it is like 8 o'clock, 9 o'clock in the evening. We have work tomorrow. I'm once again tired because of all that activity. You know, I got I'm some good sleep. I'm letting you know that I'm exhausted. Yes. Yep. So got some sleep and uh, went to work, did all that stuff. We went. To, that's when we went to the mall I, I, and, and whatnot. We did go to this place uh, on the third uh, on Wednesday. Uh, some guys from from a, from the company took us, and it has this grill in the center of the table. Yeah, and they bring out the raw meat to you, and you pay per time. So it's like ninety minutes, as much food and drink as you want. You cook it yourself. Yes, it's kind of dope. So we got risky because if you fuck it up, it's on you. But you just don't keep, fuck it up. Then you just like, all right, next round I'll, I'll do better because you just they keep bringing your food out because you have a tablet and you keep ordering more food. They keep bringing it to you. Holy shit! And we got like 
like literally like like paper thin ribeyes and uh we got um like uh, some pepper skewers camel foreskin too don't forget that delicious you were raving about that beef tongue nice lingua cow diaphragm interesting very pig intestine nope nope i don't think so jack i don't like to eat the parts that have shit in them yep nope so when in Rome, it wouldn't be, wouldn't be totally honest. When in Rome, be, be a Roman, little yeah. insensitive, I guess. Um, when in Rome, I tried everything, just to say I tried it. Um, so when you eat the the ribeye, like you, you have the tongs and the the, the gracious guy that worked there that, that that treated us, he literally almost cooked all of our food, and he had some too. We made sure yeah he got some, but he was such a great host, such Damn. a great dude, nice, so nice, <clears throat> and. Uh, on our, uh, he, uh, they drove us uh, to the him and another guy, the guy that took us. They they came in company cars or whatever and got us, and uh, we rode over there. And they had live television on the fucking screen, where, where like where you have your infotainment stuff. It was a t- it was live news television broadcast. It's amazing. And so he was driving, and then he'd get a stoplight, wait, and he'd watch, and then he'd drive a little bit more. It was interesting. So at that place with the meat, uh, they uh, they had a robot that would bring stuff out. That's amazing. <laughs> but they couldn't keep up with us because <laughs> between me and uh, another uh, the other guy, <laughs> we put like 14, 16 beers between the two of us. Hell yeah! That was the one night I got stone cold. I Steve got Austin. I got what? messed up. What? What? I got messed up. What? And let's just say that. It was so hot. The hottest day, it was 115 heat index. Shit. And you have to wear pants at, at work. Well, I hope everybody had something on <laughs> I mean, instead of shorts. Um, sir, this is a Wendy's. Put your dick away. Like, Damn it. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> I was so perturbed. We didn't have to wear pants. Yeah, you know. Anyways. No, like, we went, we, we went ham there and had... Some ham intestine. Um, not. I wouldn't do that, that again. Weird I, taste. Weird texture. Well, like, it really has not a lot. Of, like, it absorbs a lot of flavor. So, like, we had, like, these uh, these dips in different ones. And, and when the first one, which is more of a citrusy one, no. And, and then they're like, ah, oh, don't use that one. Use this one. And the other one was better, but the texture was just chewy. Um, the ribeyes. You could get them done and plop them into a bowl of mixed uh, raw egg and dip it, and it would like it'd be piping hot meat, and it would kind of cook it. You'd just slurp it up. That changed my life. Yeah, it changed my life. I wanted. I, I'm trying to get my wife to do that, and she's like, can't get past the idea of like just dipping it in raw egg. And I'm like, just trust me. The, the meat's hot enough. You dip it in there, swirl it around real quick, bring it on out. Yeah, it's fucking 400 degrees. It's going to cook the fuck out Dude, of that little egg quick. It is good. So good. I'll so, it, Brando. Ha- had I'll a really good that. night uh, that night. And then, of course, the last night we had like a going away party and everything. And that that was a traditional seafood place. And they they had the, the fish there. So they, had, they, they brought out waves of food and drinks. So it was like pun because it's a seafood place, waves of food. Got him. <laughs> Got him. <laughs> yeah, so I tried flounder, tuna, oh. sea bass, 
it might have been one other one, but it was just like it was raw fish. Mm, it was good. Like hell yeah, I didn't really have a problem with it. I love sushi, so yeah. Yeah, well, like it, it, you know, it's like at one point, I, I in my life, I, I wasn't okay with that, and then I, I kind of started becoming better. And when I say that, it like it, like it, it's not something that I'm gonna ever like really crave again. But if I have it in front of me, I'll eat it. Like it, like like it's pretty good. But okay. it, I don't dream about it. So let's let's get back home. You want yeah. you want to get back home? Yeah. Because then I can pass the baton, and someone else can tell a story for for an hour and a half. It's only like an hour, not even. Oh, okay. Well, I'll be damned. <clears throat> You're doing pretty good, and we interjected a lot, talked about random shit. I'm just saying. I have I have definitely knocked us off the rails a couple times. <laughs> it's okay. Well, we catch Go the ahead, train. Go ahead, We we catch the train back to Tokyo. <laughs> go to the airport. And we have some confusion about getting some one of our uh, passes or something, and getting in line to try and get into where we can board the plane because we're there pretty early, so we got a chance to go eat and look at some stuff that the yeah. shops they had there. And uh, so we get on the plane. It's a longer flight than the, than the way over, and but we're flying to DC. Ooh. So we land in D.C. Or no, we're going to land. The flight over, uh, as I said, I watched John Wick 4 on the way. Do you go back opposite? Oh, my God. Thank you, sir. Baby Ruth. Do you go op- like the same way you came, or do you fly over Europe back to D.C. because it's the East Coast? No, 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 no. We we fly over where we came. So, so you go back across Hawaii? No, you don't go. No. You, when you fly, you go up. So we go over uh, like Alaska and Oh, Canada I got you. Yeah, 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 yeah. Because All you the use the curvature, to DC. yeah. <clears throat> because you use the curvature of the Earth, it's shorter that way than going across. Yeah. Um. Science. Fucking science. Yeah, take that, flat earthers. Like, like, fuck off. Anyways, the one I really like here lately is that the entire sphere that the Earth is frozen as an ice ball. Mm-hmm. Okay, as Antarctica, and the portions. Of the Earth that where we're living is actually this one, this, imagine this one sphere on the sphere is melted. Just one, and that's where all seven continents are, and Antarctica is just the edge of that. Why can't they just look at the fucking images from space? Because that's, that's, how do you know, dog? That's the fake. How do you fucking know? You look at it with your goddamn it's eyes. It's fake, dog. Space don't exist. Flat this earthers, is... man. We've transitioned well beyond fat flat earthers. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. We're in a whole new era now. What in God's flat earth? Anyway. So that, use the curvature of the Earth to your advantage. Yeah, we're running away back. DC. I'm watching. I watch John Wick, and I'm having trouble staying awake because hey. you're fucking exhausted. Well, yeah. After, after this week, it's been yeah. so hot, and like I actually wanted to watch the damn movie. I didn't want to go to sleep yet because sure. I, I had a plan for because we, when we were going to get back, it was going to uh, to uh, to Indy was going to be like six thirty in the evening. Mm-hmm. God dang, right. Uh, so like we're getting all confabulated again because I think we left for we our our train left at eight o'clock in the morning. 
and then we like went back in time. Did you have a long layover in DC too? All right, so we're getting there. So event, so I do sleep on the way back. I I, I I sleep a couple hours. I play some Switch, and then sleep a little bit more and have some like on the way back. We got Economy Plus. Yeah, which is nice. Dude. Just that little bit of leg room is all yes, the difference, man. Dude, and, and the the seats were more comfy. Well, and being able to set like comfortably set your bag in front mm-hmm. of you too. I've flown internationally a lot, and I had a lot of experiences where the stewardesses be like a fucking bitch. <clears throat> and, you know, it's like a 10, 11-year-old kid. It's like, let me have my backpack in front of me for just a second. You know, it's not a big deal. It's not in the aisle. Yeah. But, yeah, dude, that economy plus being mm-hmm. able to actually stretch your legs out, man. Yeah. It's it nice. was everything. Yeah. So we are approaching D.C., and there was some storms in the area. And that caused a delay with several flights landing. We are coming in right at the magic time that we're going to be able to land on time. But the airport's going to be busy. Busy it was. Like thousands. Insane. Like you were it like, was multiple international flights coming into DC. Yeah, DC oh, sucks, man. It was it was France, it was Mexico, it was England, it was a Caribbean island. It was it was so many. It was crazy. It, it it was like at least eight flights or nine flights landing at the same time with all of us going through customs at the same time. Yeah, where we to to make it go quicker, we had to try to figure out how to use the internet there because we we didn't have cell service. We had to try and get on the Wi Fi on the airport to um get on the uh, Wi Fi to download an app. To get logged in, you put all your passport information in there to scan it on there. If you get the app, you get that stuff. You can skip the line. <laughs> we shit. figured it out, dude. This this room was so long, I couldn't believe it. It was so many people, and some of us were up here, some of us were back here, and we would like cross each other. It's like, da, 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 da. you know, it's like, this. <laughs> and then we come back, and yep, I figured it out. All right, wait. <laughs> Finally, we get the, we get it where we can go because we have a layover, not much of one. The uh, the flight got delayed by by about forty minutes, and we were cutting it close. Yeah, so we get past customs and into baggage claim. This is the most ridiculous part of this. Oh yeah, because all of these countries are waiting for a country's flights are waiting for their stuff, and you're all just it, it's we're like sardines in this small little area. It is unreal. And we finally get our stuff. We are dangerously close. And that's a terrifying moment, too. Like, is my bag going to come out? You already experienced this. You're one guy. Do you ever even get his shit? (coughs) Huh? Did he ever get his shit? Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Okay. It arrived. uh, So we got there Saturday night. It arrived arrived in the country and delivered on Monday. So they delivered it to the hotel. Nice. In the town that we were staying at for work, not Tokyo. Nice. So, yeah, no. Above and beyond, got him his stuff. Cool. And just say, just the delay, and he didn't have like a really whole lot of clothes to wear. So he had, so so he actually bought some clothes while he was there. Might as well. Well, um, so we we get our luggage. Thankfully, everybody gets theirs. We have to make a little jog with it and drop it back off. We go, huh, huh. Yep. 
<laughs> there, there's got to be something in between where somebody can be like, hey, buddy, I work here and you work here. Let me just hand this here to you, you and you go. can do that with them. It's almost as if we could justify the exorbitant prices of airline tickets by actually taking the luggage from this plane mm-hmm. and putting it on the on the luggage compartment of that plane. But, nope. You got to carry that motherfucker. Hump it. And, okay. Stay hard. So... We do that, and then we have to go through security. Mm-hmm. They're not; they weren't the best security. Security at Indy, fine. Japan, strict, fine. Okay, I was more nervous at in in Japan because of like how like yeah you know straight and narrow they are. Uh, in DC, I was more irritated because it was like just dude, like, you could just tell dudes not having a good day kind of has that like bitchy tone in his voice get through it we are all staggered now we're all separated trying to get up to where we can get on our flight so we get upstairs and uh while we were going through security is when the final boarding call was for our flight oh shit yep so you need to be hoofing it and so we get up there i and i get up there and i look and i see the numbers boom boom and i start running and then i realize the numbers are now going a different direction. <gasps> You're the going fir- the wrong way. The first few cycled the way it should, thinking that, oh, we're counting down. We're going this way. And then it changed, and it started going up. Yep. So I had to turn around and book it almost the length of a football field, yelling at people to get out of my way. I'm like, it, it's literally a scene out of Home Alone. <laughs> and I'm not wearing the most comfortable shoes known to man. Uh, I didn't have good shoes to bring, unfortunately. The... Um- Traditional Japanese uh, wooden sandals <laughs> are what uh, he he uh, picked up while he was in Japan. So painful. I was actually wearing my my older work safety shoes, and I'm sprinting in them. Every step hurts. Oh my gosh! Plus, you've been walking like fucking I, crazy. I I see the younger guy that uh, uh, that was a temporary in there like me. He pokes his head out. He sees me. You know he you know he's like. Come on, you know, and I catch up, and the lady's like, "Calm down, it's all right. He, we're, we need to get him processed, get him on." He told me you were coming, you made it, okay. I'm like, so now I'm like trying to de-stress myself yep. and yeah. calm down. You're just in a panic and going in the wrong direction. Yeah, and then when going into full sprint, I I haven't full sprinted it, and I don't know how long. It's been a long. It's been a minute. <laughs> we'll get to my sprinting. That yes. Was- <laughs> uh, so get on the plane. And uh, sitting there, I'm still trying to like calm, come down. It was adrenaline, like I ne- like I'm gonna get left in Washington D.C. and have to figure out how to get home. Yeah, it's stressful, man. So, but I didn't have to worry about that. I'm on the plane. They shut the door on my boss. <gasps> He's outside. He can't get in. He he got left. The stewardess on this plane went to high school with one of our guys that we went with. Went yeah. with, with his wife. What? They knew each other. Small world. Love that. She got the captain to open the door. That's cool as fuck. Small world. Yeah. Man, the luck of that too. Like, of all the planes in the world, I find you here. You know. Flight back to Indy. So we we. 
do that flight, get in town. We're a little delayed, obviously, because of the whole landings and then delayed flight scenario. Because even though the final boarding call was for whatever it was, dude, we sat there for an extra 30 minutes. No. Yeah, that's how it always is. Waiting for them to fully load all the bags because of how long we had to delay and get all the bags loaded. We get an Indy, and uh, three of us are missing bags. Shit. I'm missing one of my bags. My my. Thankfully, it was not the bags with mo- with the games in it. I packed that in my harder one. This was like the duffel bag I brought along. It had a lot of my clothes in it, dirty clothes, but I, but it did have some like wrapped up grocery bags of uh, like candy and food. Sure. So some of that was in there. I was a little nervous about that, but and it had some other like uh, gifts, like the stuff that I had got for my kids and stuff like that was in there. Um, but that the cool thing about it was once we uh, filed it and, and let them know what's up, you, you can even just do it on the app. Oh, that's awesome. So I didn't even have to wait in line to talk because we went to the uh, – we flew United. And we went to the United little office there at the Indy Airport, and it was littered. The entire – it was like this – like the beaches of Normandy was out, but it was all baggage. It was all just like Shit. outside their place. Yeah. Yeah, it was awful. But – uh, that was on, I got back Saturday night, right? So by the time I got home and walking into the door, it was like 10 p.m. Man. And I mean, these did were you just... expire for like 72 hours straight? Because I so, would have wanted to. It, it hit me weird. It took me about a week to feel normal. Oh, I bet. You lose a day and then you gain a day and then like. Because it's like. Yes, I was. So, I went to that whole exhaustion period while I was there, but I but I kept. It's like it, it's so different. It's energetic. It's like when you go somewhere. It's like so sure. new, and you're taking in so much input that your brain kind of forgets you're tired until you get moments of like levity where you're just like kind of hits you like Whew. use that adrenaline dump. Yeah, and then it's like okay, now we're going to do this, and you just got to keep moving, and you just keep moving, and then it's new input. You're like, oh, this, and, this. and it, you're just so excited to see different stuff. Well, I had periods of that. Well, and then with it being so hot there and long, long days, all that walking, and then the long uh, sustained travel period where you're kind of going through like time travel tunnels and shit. So during that week that I was back, especially for the first couple of days, no matter how much sleep I got, I was wiped, exhausted. Like I, you know, we were back on Saturday night at 10 p.m. I had Sunday and we were back at work Monday morning. Yeah. And I would get to about 11 to noon and I would crash and it would just be a slog to, to, to stay awake. And then I would come home and get a little bit of a breath of fresh air. But I think it was the first day I told her, I'm just going to take a nap. I don't care. I'm I'm too tired, and and that was that way. Like that's that's how it hit me. It was like after it was all said and done, and it, I was home safe, and it was just like now you have this. Now you're super tired, and I, I didn't feel right until about Friday. I think Shit. Friday was the first day that I felt myself again, uh, and it was a few days of of, of recovery. But in uh, Monday morning at one p one, I'm sorry, one a.m., my bag was delivered to the house. Yeah. 
At 1 a.m.? At 1 a.m. I had to click them to not knock on the door. Who in the fuck has a job to deliver someone's bags at that time all the way out to where you live, brother? Can you imagine that? Yeah, it was from the airport to my house. You have to drive all the way to Frankfurt, Indiana and drop off this fucking bag that got left behind. We did a shit (laughs) job. (laughs) You know, like, that's what that conversation is. And you know the guy's like, fucking Frankfurt, man. Come on. There is all the baggage. Holy shit. Yeah. It's a lot. It's more organized than I had it in my head. My head, it was definitely... Oh, yeah, no, it's like rows and rows and rows. So you can just filter through and see if your baggage happens. just piles and piles of sex toys. Yeah, right? Unlabeled, unmarked. Just just flopping. Oh, Jesus, that's a double-ended dildo. I also got some music CDs while I was there. Nice. Um, uh, Because uh, classically... Historically, yeah, I got uh, you. bands would have bonus tracks. Yeah, the, different Japanese CD. cuts. Yeah, for sure. Yeah, so I got uh, three Metallica CDs. I got Justice with the Bread, bread Fan. Bread Fan. Am I Evil? No, I fan? think it's just Bread Fan. Yeah. Um, I think so, yeah. But I, but I got that. And uh, yeah, it's right here. I can check it out. Oh. the No, it, it's uh, The Prince. Okay. So, comes with the prints, and uh, it also has the Japanese lyrics on the inside of it. It's pretty cool. I Sweet. also got S&M, because I, I needed to replace my S&M 2 disc from all the way back from when I first got it, and I broke it. Damn. Like, I, I had a burned copy of the disc, too, but I wanted to actually have a yeah. new, new copy of it. And now you dude, have a cool copy. Some of the stuff was cheap as, as all get out, dude. It yeah. was like less than five bucks for some of these. Hell yeah. And... um I got the new album, 72 Seasons. Seasons. But when I get home, I open it, and there's no disc inside. Because <laughs> it, it, everything there was used. Got bamboozled. I did. So I've got a, Jap- so I've got a Japanese copy of the case. In the Are you going to order a CD only sometime? I might pick it up at the show. Just an American cut? Yeah. Okay. Just, I, like that. I don't know. I, I, I'm not that concerned. Maybe if I get another chance to go, maybe I'll try and track it down. But There you go. Uh, I got those. I got a, the box set with the making of DVD of Meteora. Sweet. Um, so, so, yeah, I got that. I think I think it was it music-wise. That is awesome. But Hell fucking yeah, man. Yeah, dude, it was a cool time. It was a good trip. Uh, once in a lifetime. Because I may not get to go again, but oh shit, you know, I was I took advantage of it completely. Tried a bunch of new stuff, food. It was it's very it's very much culture shock, yeah. and it's something that I wish more people could do. But it is very expensive to go. Yeah, it is expensive to get there. When you get there, uh, the U.S. dollar goes a long way over there for a lot of different things. There there yeah. is some stuff that is expensive, but food and uh, general stuff like it, like you can eat, eat like eat out at most places and not spend a whole lot of money. That's amazing. And I, then you can just feast. I went over there, uh, I think, with 740 bucks, and I, and, I, and I transferred that to Yen. And I got, I got all that stuff, all that candy. I got the gifts, souvenirs, all the stuff, all the food that I ordered and had, the drinks that I found that, that was plentiful. Like, yeah. I, I used vending machines for almost everything uh, to get drinks, uh, water, beer, other alcoholic beverages, energy drinks, all that stuff. So at, when I came home, I got, I still had 230 bucks. Damn. So it really goes a long way. Yeah. 
That's amazing. Yeah. That's fucking. That's what I've been up to. A trip like that would just be. That's what Brando's been up to. This entire part of the podcast has been brought to you by Brando's trip and, and my storytelling uh, capabilities. Well, it, it's a good one, though, I think. And it's worth like people knowing about because you got to experience this thing that not a lot of. I mean, not everybody goes to Tokyo or not everybody goes to Japan mm-hmm. or not everybody has even been on a flight. My dad has never in his entire existence been on a fucking flight really yeah he's, see and that was the same way he's only left like he's not even he's only maybe been to like four states other than illinois really so you know yeah um there's I, a whole big world out there i haven't been to yeah. a lot either to be honest with you like and also in the last 20 years i really haven't done a whole lot of like interstate traveling i've been to like Illinois, Ohio, and Michigan. All attached to Indiana. Yes. Yep. And, and, I, and I haven't gone anywhere else. I haven't been able to. I haven't been able, I, When I have the time, I ain't got the money. When I got the money, ain't I ain't got, got no the time. time. Yep. And it's just the, the structure of the world that I have to live in to, that doesn't allow that. Currently, though, I have a little bit more flexibility, and I'm able to earn a little bit of enough extra money to – do something like going to the Metallica thing for the weekend. Sure. And that is literally the first weekend out of town me and my wife have ever had. Damn, that's crazy. We have never had a weekend outside of town. We've never traveled. We've never been able to. And then when we went with kids, it was even harder, especially since the youngest one's a little bit more uh, um, harder to raise. Or, um, that's not Hands really right no, it's definitely hands-on. Owen, Owen is definitely hands-on. Yeah. I like that. So, like... Skate like, artist. Yeah. Oof. So, like, it, like he requires a lot of our energy. So, to be able to leave him in the hands of others, this is the first time we're going to do it. Yeah. So, we're definitely nervous about it, but it's something that is way overdue. Even since before he was born, but since then... Especially the, now. The amount of energy that we've had to, to put into raising this kid, I hope he appreciates it one day, because... He will. Um... Because he's he he's not he he has not been the easiest kid, but that's his energy, man. And I love him, but we need a break too, man. We mom and dad need to have a little uh, escape. Yep. Uh-huh. You got to prioritize that time. <laughs> they won't be playing that one. No, they won't. James doesn't like that song. Unless maybe you get it because it is a random seventy-two seasons. They play different songs every show. Maybe so, but. Uh, that's what I've been up to. I've been have I've had a lot of cool opportunities uh, well, professionally that may turn into cool other opportunities if I as, as far as I want to try and, and and seek it. I feel like these opportunities will be here, and that's good because it's it got to a point in my career that I was ready for a change. I was ready to do something different yeah. to get out of the box, and I did that. I literally went to another fucking country and got or got to do that. By lieu of this. So that alone, it's already paid dividends, even if the rest of this other stuff I want to do doesn't pan out. It already gave me a life experience. Fuck yeah. That's and, what it's all about. Uh, so, I, like, things are things are looking up in my neck of the woods, but has kind of taken, like, I've gotten used to how much time has been required of me. But also, we're going to, it's going to be even more. I, I, coming into the next year, I'm going to be busy on multiple shifts, kind of doing all kinds of different stuff, but I'm going to still try to make time for stuff like this yeah. because it, it's very important to be able to fulfill that because we haven't here 
uh, over the last couple of years, and there, uh, you know, and, and various reasons why we we were in different uh, evolutions of transitional phases within our lives, which in turn caused us to be, uh, for me, not busy to extremely busy. I have, over the last year has been up and down with how busy I've been. Yeah. But like I've tried to keep stuff going. We've kept rank going to the best of our ability. Yeah, pushing uh, through. We, yeah, and we got some, some stuff that we'll want to talk about in a little bit about that. But um, for sure, I want to keep pushing forward because I want to keep making time for stuff like this because it's important to to connect, get back, and you know get back to doing stuff that we really enjoyed doing, but just kind of ran out of time for. And I think it's on us to try and make the time. Well, because I, I want to. Because our lives are important, our families are important, but we need time to decompress and just like get away from that for a second. Yeah, for sure. Um, I think Jinx, that. By the way, uh, yeah, 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 gotcha. yeah. You got me. You fucked me up. Um, speaking on like the uh, making time, I think that another important thing is not just about time, right? For me, some of the absentness of the show not being able to get my best foot is like I was mentally checked out <laughs> like on a different fucking planet, you guys. And, um, a number of factors that I could dive really deep into. There's going to be a book. I, pr- I fucking promise you guys I'm going to, I don't like, I, I think I, I posed this question to you earlier, but like the good one for Brando too. Like, an, a person who has not already made a path or isn't already famous, do they still have a reason to write a, a biography or an autobiography? Like, everybody has a story, right? Everybody has an interesting journey. No one's life is literally, they were born. Everything mm. went exactly how life should go, according to a perfect plan. And right. then when they were very old... Well. They died. The end. You know, like it's not. It's not that. It's not that easy. It's not that cut and dry. There's it wouldn't be of, worth living if it was exactly. Like that. Exactly. There's bumps in the road, but I think that you know everybody's journey is different. Different levels and different you know things. Um, it, it's just a, it's weird being older and reflecting while also in a transition. That's what I'll say. It's a. It's definitely a different vibe for me. Right. Um. Yeah. I don't know if I should should I just dive into it I guess a little bit. Well, I mean or, that is I, mean, defi- I, I don't, you know. I mean, I guess that's entirely up to you about how far you want to go and how in depth because Whew. Okay, so uh there's some things like I just I'm going to spare people and details and things that are pretty close to the chest, but things happen, you know, relationships fall apart. Um I could say that I wish Veronica the fucking absolute best and future endeavors i hate to be like professional wrestling like that but you know it was it wasn't just a relationship it was a partnership and a business and and you know the it wasn't just her i lost the band and that's Mm -hmm. and that's and that's something that i've i think really if you guys want to know the truth 2021 and 22 is me reconciling the loss of all that right and like trying to like come to grips with seeing what was happening in front of me and going if i do this different i can avoid it if i do this different and sometimes when the fucking train is on a certain track it's already on the track you can't yeah you're not pulling that train you know so um so that dissolved and you know that is what it is um it was hard it's definitely like one of the hardest things i've been through um 
but it showed me who I am, right? And it showed me through losing my everything at that time that I could still persevere as a person. And um, I went out and did things like meeting people and putting myself in awkward situations that I'm not typically comfortable with and, you know, online dating and shit like that and, and tried the pool, whatever. Didn't it didn't quite work out, you know, mm-hmm. but, but, you know, but in that story in and of itself is like a lot of life lessons, right? Um, yeah. 2023, if there was like a chapter that was like, and then things fucked up. 2023 is the year, man. You know, like, um, I'll specifically go to July and this is not, not ever like very few people know the details of what I'm about to talk about. So this is some pretty, pretty deep shit we're getting into here. But, um, in July of this past year, um, I was asked to be a part of a basketball tournament for work. I was like, Mm -hmm. sign me up, bitches. I love basketball. I'm good at basketball opportunity to fucking flourish and shine in basketball cool so it just so happened to kind of work out that every literally every time they scheduled a practice for this thing i was scheduled to physically work and be at the shop can't i can't not do that i'm a boss you know i gotta do my shit you know so um finally it's uh it's the day so preface it the night before i got to see snoop dogg and wiz khalifa that was a phenomenal show. Smoking weed and <laughs> listening to Snoop in real time was a, a bucket list. Fucking check that shit off. You know, I did it. That was cool. Oh, yeah. um, and it was it was a great time. Really, it was really really a beautiful thing just to see people of all ages and demographics unite in this way. And there was so so much smoke. It was crazy. And like I like apologize to these old ladies because I hit one of my joints that I brought. And the smoke blew right in their face. And I was like, oh, my God, I'm so sorry. If I'm too loud or obnoxious or whatever, just tell me to fuck off and I'll go walk somewhere or something. They go, no, we know what we're here for. Like, it's fucking cool. Let's go. You know, I was oh, like, yeah. all right, cool, good, good. Okay, so we're on the same plane there, you know. So the next day, like, I literally, did, you know, I had worked the day of the Snoop Dogg concert. I worked 7 a.m. to 3, left the concert, drove up to Tenley, was the first person in line. I'm the first person in, which also means I'm the first person rigorously fucking checked for weed. It was a stupid thing. I'm like, what am I doing? <laughs> of course they're going to check me the worst. So the guy sees my comb and he whispers. He's like, hey, uh, I'm just going to have to ask you to put that one hitter away. If I see it, I have to take it. And I was like, oh, what? I don't have a What? Because I, I know what I have, and I, one hitter is not the thing that's on my person. So now I am a totally left field, and I'm like, what? So I look, I'm like, oh, my, my comb, and I pull it out. And I'm like, bro, it's just a, it's a, it's a comb. And then he goes, so let me look in your glasses case. All my joints are in the glasses case. And, I'm, and I do this. I go, like, well. <laughs> Like a magic trick. I'm like, yeah, that, yeah, that, you know. So it's great. Like, that's going to (laughs) work. Like, yeah, it does. He doesn't question it because he sees the glasses in there, you know, and Mm -hmm. I'm just like playing it off like I'm annoyed. Get in there. It's great. The concert's great. The next day, get up. And the girl I was talking to and seeing, she's like, hey, you should just hang out and not go to the basketball game. 
should have listened, should have listened, for a thousand, should have listened. That's the lesson of 2023. Sometimes, just fucking listen. Just, it, it's weird, but you gotta listen, right? Mm-hmm. She says, don't go to the game, and I'm like, I'm not a quitter. I signed up for this shit. I'm going to the fucking game. I'm getting my $25 basketball jersey that I paid money for, because it's an official tournament, <laughs> you know, like, I'm, I'm fucking doing, I'm wearing my Jordans that match the jersey. I can't believe that happened, but it's awesome. Get there. We're practicing. Cool. Practice is cool. Everything's vibing. Cool. Doing a bunch of stretches. Cool. I'm older now. I know. Hell I yeah. know. I know. Right? I'm like fucking stretch it out. Stretching it out. Just doing the stretching it out. Doing the toe tag. Ah, reaching it. Like presidential. Remember when we did the, like, the presidential awards or whatever for school and stretching and shit? So game starts. None of the people that are playing on the opposing team work at a dispensary. The dispensary that they're representing, they're just friends of the dispensary because no one in the dispensary was talented enough to play basketball. Literally not a fucking lie. So they just went and essentially hired a team of kids, 21-year-old fucking ballers. <laughs> and I'm like, <laughs> of course, right? Of course. Cool. So... <clears throat> You, you you go up against the fucking the Harlem stars, Harlem Harlem Globetrotters. They are man. They're like they are the fucking Globetrotters, dude. So um, because there was a group of people that had already been practicing, I was like, it's not. <laughs> I'm just thinking. I'm sorry. <laughs> it's okay. You guys just sitting there looking at them. They're like doing their little whistling and fucking shooting playing. it behind their back and, and then, going in. I'm just and like, then you're over there going assholes. I don't even think they're even high, man. They're not. <laughs> they definitely hadn't smoked before the game. I could tell. I couldn't smell it on them, dicks. Um, but uh, so I figure the people that had been practicing, y'all should start. That's a fair thing. I didn't practice a single time. Why am I going to just come in and I should be a starter? So I just was like, cool. So I'm like the first off the bench. First off the bench in a free throw. Standing, cool, defending, cool. We get the ball, cool. I take off running because I'm like, I'll just break free. It's like old school basketball. I'll just fucking wing out. I'll get the ball, fucking hit a layup or something dope. Get to where I think I'm going to get the ball, no ball. And I'm like, fuck, I'm going to go to the corner. Then I guess I'll go to the corner. I go to the corner and I see the pass coming at me. So I stop. And as I stop, I physically heard a pop in my body. And I just went, that's not good. The pain immediately, I dropped the ball, so we lose the ball. It's like the shittiest thing on earth. Like, my first play, hilarious. It was almost like in a movie. You know, like, the ball goes to me. I'm hurt from some invisible injury. You know, no one saw that happen. They didn't. They saw me take a step, but you didn't see me step weird. Sure. You know? And then, so then, like, I, like, have to go off the sidelines, and I'm icing on the side of the bench and shit, and there's some of my fucking peers that are there, and they're super concerned for me. And I, like, walk over to them, and I, like, gather up all my shit, and I'm like, I gotta go. I gotta go elevate this leg. I'm not right. I'm in shock because I've severely injured myself. What is later a partially torn calf muscle, as we find out. Um, So, yeah, great. Cool, grand, wonderful. Let me drive home, and I'm like, in the back of my head going, you have three days off of work, dumbass. You're hurt now, too. Go buy weed from work. Go get some stuff. Go home and rest. Yeah, logic. Cool. Sure. So I go, and I buy some stuff, but then I'm like, oh, I got to get something from my pops. He wanted some stuff, so I'll get that for him, too, while I'm here. Maximizing all my time. 
dooming myself all in the same fucking breath, having no idea. So anyways, I get the smoke. I drive. I'm at the stoplight. <clears throat> the timing of the universe is fucking crazy, by the way. I'm telling, I just finished telling you guys about the dissolution of my relationship and where things stand and the fact that I'm hurt and like kind of better understanding and explaining a little bit of that to you guys. Put my phone down and my wallet is in my shorts and it's like, what the fuck? So I get my wallet out and as you can see on camera, probably flash wallet, shiny, shiny. I do this light of sun hits this cop sees this and thinks I have my phone out. So he pulls me over and right away I'm like, Hey man, I'm hurt. And he goes, you need me to call an ambulance? And I'm like, no, I don't want to call an ambulance. I need to go home. I have a hurt leg. I need to just go elevated. I'm, I've played sports before. I understand the process. You know, whatever. Everything's cool. He takes my shit. <clears throat> He's asked me a bunch of questions. I'm just doing my casual shit. And uh, he's like, I'm going to give you a citation for distracted driving. I'm like, cool. Respect. I'll take that. I'll take that hit on the chin because it could be so much worse right <laughs> now. And he looks down. And sitting on my fucking passenger seat, again in my fucking shock and stupor, is a bag from the tournament that is a vendor bag from one of the distributors. And it says, here's to higher times together. Sir, step out of the vehicle. <laughs> Fuck. I already know. I've played this game before. I've been, I've been in the back cruiser before. It's always personal use. I don't ever, ever, ever have as much as I had. Mm -hmm. <laughs> no one ever, never, never. And, um, you know, personal use, they'll just take that shit and throw it away. Or they'll keep it for themselves and smoke it because they're fucking dirty cops. All of them are. You know, real shit. Um, not this time. The guy was a total D-hole. Just the worst. And um, he, he non-custodially arrested me. So what that means is I am a white-collar criminal, essentially, who um, had to get my money, because that's what it's really about, their business, at the end of the day. That's really all it is. Um, get my $500 and then go to the courts and then pay the money, and then they processed me officially. Um, <clears throat> though my legal advisor, bless her soul, Natasha, I fucking love you, dude. You're the greatest human person. She was a customer at my job. And we were always tight. We always talked and stuff. And she was like, you know, I'm in, I do legal advisory for cannabis stuff. And I know, I know cannabis law like better than anybody. I'm like, cool. So of course, as soon as this all breaks out, she's the first person I contact. And I'm like, Hey, you know what, what the fuck, you know, I'm fucked. I feel it. I'm like, I'm, this has just ruined everything in my life. Like I'm going to be in prison. Like, I just, you know, this, this, like, terrible, like, I just went way I'm getting further. sent to fucking Guantanamo Bay. All exactly. of a sudden, you're Andy Dufresne. Yeah, yeah, I just went way beyond. What you doing you know? there, Andy? <laughs> just way the fuck beyond what was actually going to happen. And even even the process is, is terrifying, but Natasha's like, never believe this, man. The prosecutor for Cherville? I'm like, yeah. <laughs> he stood up in my wedding. I'm like, What? She's like, yeah, let me make a call. So mob boss mode, I guess. Not really. That's a joke. Don't come after me, FBI. Jesus Christ, we are on fucking recording here, shit. You know, like. <laughs> but I, but, you know, she 
essentially walked me through the whole process. She's like, you're going to represent yourself pro se. You'll get money back that way from the money you paid for your bond or whatever. Adam already knows you're coming. You qualify for a pre-trial deferment program, PDP. And it happens in a couple different ways. You need to do a six-month PDP, a year PDP, a six-month with no community service, or a six-month with, what is it, 40 hours of community service tacked on. And because she knew him, I got lucky and was told before my court date anything, like, you qualify for PDP, you'll be fine. You're just going to do this, you're going to do this. And I get all these steps, all these steps thrown at me, like, a month before my actual appearance. And um, <clears throat> I'm like, well, okay, I'm just going to let you know, day of, I'm going to be up your ass because I'm going to have questions. I'm going to be terrified. I'm going to uh, be having anxiety attacks. We got to figure this out. <clears throat> so the day of comes. Off work, obviously. I go up there and, you know, I had talked to Natasha the day of actually on the phone, phone conversation. And she goes, you're going to go up to this guy, this bailiff. His name's Tom Anderson. He's going to be this real nice, friendly, bearded man. Okay, all these things she said. Nice, friendly, bearded man. Cool. I'm like, okay, little peace of mind. I walk in. He's not friendly at fucking all. The arresting officer is also running security for the court that day. He's in my face, like, looking at me. And he probably doesn't recognize it's me, but I know it's him, and it's fucking me up. So I'm like, oh, okay, this is... Hi, I'm here. My name's Nate Phillips, you know. Um, I was... I was told by my legal counsel that I qualify for PDP. No, you don't. Immediately, my heart's just racing out of my chest. I look down, and there's $1,000 written by my name, meaning probably going to be a $1,000 fine is what they're going to end up charging me with, and, and you know, who knows what else. Because <clears throat> they could jail me, you know, too, presumably. So I'm like, uh, I like uh, having an anxiety attack. I go, sir, excuse me just one second. Uh, they still have, like, 12 minutes before you guys are going to officially start the proceedings of everything. Can I just go make one phone call? And I call Natasha back and she goes, did you say you were representing yourself pro se? And I go, no. And she goes, you have to say that. Once you say you represent your pro se, you are then allowed knowledge of your case in full. And he can't, he can't keep you from that because you're your lawyer. And I was like, oh, so that's like me unlocking the fucking door Mm -hmm. to Narnia. So I walk back in. I'm like, excuse me, sir. I believe we've had a little bit of a misunderstanding. My name is Nate Phillips. I'm here representing myself pro se. And then it all just changed. He didn't say a fucking word. He grabbed my file. He walked away. He walked back. He handed it to this lady. He said, go with her that way. I fucking walked around this corner. There was somebody else going through kind of a similar situation. They got PDP, but they had to do the community service and shit. And I'm like listening to the whole thing. And I'm thinking, I'm going to get community service too. Fuck. I need 40 hours community service. Okay, like, well, whatever. I'll figure it out. I'm not, that's, that's not hard. <clears throat> so, uh, she gets to me, and then, like, my file, literally, he had already had it all locked in. No, six month PDP, no community service, whatever. Signed, got my little thing. She said, I'll have a check for you on Thursday. Come back. They did. That was nice. Little boost. Um, but yeah, that was. Arguably the that that the twenty second of uh, of uh, July was like the arguably the worst day I had in a long time. Uh, not only being injured, but being injured and then arrested, essentially. 
Oh. You know what's crazy? What's up? Like, I think we left for Japan on the 21st. So, like, it, it's kind of crazy on the timing. Yeah, it is definitely crazy on the timing. Uh, you know, it, it got kind of lucky in, in the midst of that. You know, before I had gotten injured, the girl I was talking to, uh, her and I, had decided we were going to take a little trip to to, to Memphis. Mm-hmm. Um, so, granted, the drive was torturous, right? I'm in a car multiple hours. My leg is not right. I've been healing, and I think you guys have seen the pictures. It was pretty fucking bruised and hugely swollen and all that. Um, Brandon, don't fall. But... But the but the trip to Memphis was nice. It was a it was a good recharge, mainly because the place that we had picked, I was like, I have to have a hot tub, and that was before I got hurt. So it was like perfect because then now, I'm at this fucking Airbnb, like I said earlier in the show, like Sketch City, but it's nice. And before anything we did in the city, anything, I was in the hot tub. As soon as we were back, I was in the hot tub. It was like the best the best physical therapy for my leg because I was just able to kind of slowly work it and get it back um, a lot better. But wait, there's more. Um, You know what? I need to be really honest right now. I'm going to say something that, uh, you know, I can't talk about the work thing right now. Mm -mm. I I don't think you should. I should. I can't. I can't. Um for our listeners and our viewers and our friends and our fans, I'm okay. Everything's okay. I'm good. Um, I think that should get totally squashed and handled before. And then once it is all, and, pr- yep. and there's no pressure for you to ever talk about that anyway. Yeah. 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 But you um, know, that's your business, but they did, they did what they did and I'm doing what I'm doing and it's going to yep. get figured out. Um, hard thing about being the best and knowing that you're not wrong is I'm, I know I'm not wrong. And, and that's where that's where the whole situation really lies. So so we'll we'll at some point circle back to that part of the story. But, um, you know, my time at mission is done and I'm I'm actually weirdly at peace with that. I've had some of the best sleeps of my life on the other side of that, which is weird. Um, but here's the, the the hard, you know, the hard truth. Right. And Brandon, this goes back to what you're saying is it's sacrifice. You know, mm-hmm. I, I think and, you know, not all of it. I can't go. I can't. I can't cop out and say that the job is the only reason that some of the shit that went down went down, right? But I can say it's a lot of it, mm-hmm. and I can tell you that it time away from the ones you love, even though they say it makes distance makes the heart grow fonder. Nope, n- not true. Nope, it makes shit way harder, and mm-hmm. then you miss out, and then you try to come in and be what you think is this model of a person and. Even on your best day, some days aren't your best day, you know, mm-hmm. and that's and that's I think that's like a, a powerful lesson um, at the end of the day that, you know, Tyler had asked me, like, what are lessons that you learned from this year? And there's a lot, a lot of lessons. Um, we were talking about the just how all of us have kind of gone <clears throat> through these transitions and, and and just getting older. We're all doing our own shit not like i told nate you know i focused on just trying to be healthy Mm -hmm. you know trying to not poison myself as much trying to be aware of the shit that i put in front of my kids to eat 
because they, you know, our parents, they didn't fucking know. So as much as they had a choice, they, they, they limited choice, limited choice. Now, now I have a choice. And if I have to work a little bit harder so that the kids and I and, and Skylar are eating like real fucking food and that when my friends come over, you know, we cooked a nice dinner tonight. That was so good. We man. had some good, yeah, good times. And so that was like, it was real food. That wasn't, I didn't, <clears throat> and, and there's nothing wrong with convenience store food mm-hmm. and, and <clears throat> do whatever you got to do to get by, you know? But I've, if you can make the choice, but if you, you can, definitely put the work in yeah, the book, it's better for you. Grow and we did a huge garden this year. I saw some in the backyard. Yeah, that's the, the remnants deck. of it. Yeah, and um, you know that shit's. Imp- I figured out that that's like really important to me. When before it was just like ah eh, whatever, but it's like dude, I feel better. I sleep better. It's like it's you know, that's that's what we're supposed like. Even that is uh, a shadow of, like, the real food that we should be eating. Yeah. But, like, dude, we're not supposed to eat fucking all this trash. Mm-hmm. Dude, I love fucking these. These have been my guilty pleasure here lately. The, Dark chocolate Milky The Ways. mini Midnight. Milky Way Midnights, dude. dude. It, I did not. And, and, and I do like dark chocolate for sure. But these, man, it's that. Uh, I don't really no- like a normal Milky Way, but these fucking Midnight's, man, they're Beautiful good. A little extra. They are, like, I have nostalgia for late night drives with a can of Monster, original green, yeah. and a dark chocolate Milky Way. Dude, bar. you're the one that got me hooked on these mm-hmm. Milky these Milky Way Midnight's. So. And, uh, so when I was dating my wife, we, I came over here. I'm at what, 06, 05, 06? We met 05. 05, yeah. Yeah. So uh, that's when we started dating. Was it like November? Uh, 18 years ago. Goddamn, bro. I know. Your relationship can graduate high school now. <laughs> I, know. I know, dude. So, but in that time, I think I came over there in November and then December, I think maybe was once or maybe twice. But after that, it was almost every weekend. Every single weekend, I sure. I made the trek over, and uh, there there was there was only a few times that I missed during that time period, and until we moved in together in uh, June of '07. But on the way home, I'm I'm a creature of habit. Once I get find something I like, I, I kind of stick with it for a bit, yeah, until I get sick of it. And I never got sick of that. It's just that combination of flavors. When I have both of them instant tra- like transmission back. I think we've talked about this with me and it being a Red Bull and jerky mm-hmm. drives with Jason sh- champagne and mm-hmm. shit like that just being in the back seat. And I've been doing the ultra watermelon and a Snickers bar. Yeah, yeah. Dude, the just the OG Snickers, not even like the king size, like mm, the normal, normal size. size Snickers, it's, yeah. it's it's enough, dude. Snickers log. is a lot. It is. It's a fucking. It's a lot going on. It's a party in your mouth. I love. Dude. I love the evolution of fucking those candies. By the way, you have Three Musketeers. It's just the nougat. Then you have Milky Way. It's the nougat plus the caramel. <laughs> then you have the Snickers. It's the yeah. nougat plus the caramel plus <laughs> the nuts. Like they just are like super in your fucking thing. <laughs> yep, it's like a deluxe. A Dan or some shit, you know? Absolutely. I remember when Mass Effect 3 came out, I got a 24-pack of Monster from Sam's. Hell yeah. And I got... I got, like, seven dark chocolate Milky Ways. Oh, fuck. Yeah, man. And and I 
I laid on my couch. I took time off of work. The hell yeah, dude! I did too. Mom yeah, bam. And I, I took time off of work, and I didn't get to play it right when it came out because we had to leave for a concert. And then we went, we had to go stay overnight, or we went to the concert, stayed or stayed overnight, and then came back, and mm-hmm. then I could actually put time. And that was, I just had Milky Ways and Mount Monster for like two days straight. <laughs> But I wasn't chugging the monsters. It wasn't like I was like down. I wasn't having like mul- like I, I had I had a, a couple a day. But during that time period of like twelve hour gaming, I had two. Right. You know, and then I was like go to sleep, and then I come back up and I and I played for fourteen hours. <laughs> like that is the most longest gaming sessions I've ever had is playing through Mass Effect three. Now, if I sit and play, I played. Um... The other day, I didn't go. I I had a, a really bad vertigo, like you were dealing with, Man. dude. So I didn't. It was in like migraine town, so I didn't go to work. I wasn't feeling great. But when I I sl- I I took like a four hour nap, dude, and I fucking woke up and I was like, "Man, I don't feel too bad." Still felt like shit. The but groggy after that. Yes, hard. dude. It was it was rough. So I was I played Starfield for like ten and a half hours after that. How is that? I, I, uh, I have moments where I really, really like it and moments where it's like, dude, I cannot believe here we are again, another fucking Bethesda game. I read a thing from Todd Howard yesterday, and uh, what was the other guy's name? The one that just left? Pete. Pete Hines, is that his name? Sounds right. It's one, one of those two guys said, uh, prior to Fallout 76, we thought we were infallible. Could not make something that would not sell. And then they made Fallout 76, and it was ass. And, mm. you know, mm-hmm. the rest is history. But um, Starfield is... Sorry, I, I had a stroke for a second. Starfield is really, really cool. It's not a space exploration game. It's a space game. So if you can put the... This isn't like I'm expo- constantly like they they definitely can scratch the itch for whatever you want. Um, I'm I spent a shit ton of time doing side quests and now I'm doing main story stuff, and it's kind of weird. I don't really know what's going on yet. Um, but I spent like three and a half hours building my ship, damn the way exactly the way that I like it, and yeah, I mean. And I, I pay for Game Pass, so I didn't have to spend seventy dollars to get mm-hmm. it. You know, you get it right away. Yeah, yeah. yeah I got Game Pass to play that. Yeah, I don't September. have an Xbox, yep. so <laughs> uh, you don't need one. You can use PC. But, oh, like you gotta have one capable enough to run. Yeah, some of this yeah, stuff. probably probably not. But uh, not the Pornhub machine. Yeah, no, but. I, I, <laughs> I got I got Game Pass for the month of uh, September. Uh, but I chose to only get it for the month of September uh, because I wanted to try it. I didn't want to like deep dive into it, but I did play it for pretty solidly for a week and a half, and then I kind of trailed off. Uh, I've put like fifty hours into it, yeah. probably already. I probably played for like maybe ten, twelve, and I liked what I played. But it's very Bethesda. Yeah. Um, lots uh, of bugs. Lots. Yeah. Of- Game constantly crashing. Yeah. Uh, I didn't have too many crashing stuff. I have had have a you? bunch, yeah. But, uh, I mean, it doesn't surprise me being Bethesda. I it, quick I quick save. I have it set to auto save now every two minutes. 
and um, I'm constantly quick saving it because multiple times I've lost mm-hmm. like hours, uh, not quite hours, but like 45 minutes of like I just did a I just did like three hours of stuff in 45 minutes, mm-hmm. and I'm not redoing all that right. shit, you Rough. know. But I wanted to get back to to trying to finish FF16. Yeah, I got the game when I the day the game came out was our shutdown period, so. Yep. Uh, my work now, I am very busy during that, during those yeah. shutdowns where we don't, they don't run production, but now I have to be there during that time. So, um, I didn't get a lot of time to play during that time, but then I had a small window between the time when I left for Japan. But when I got back from Japan, as I said, it took a whole week just to get back to feeling yeah, normal. For sure. And then after that, I was in this weird funk, man, where like, I just was not in the mood for anything. Yeah, I didn't dude, want to play I, anything. And I've I didn't been want that to, way too lately. Didn't want to like go. Out. I I don't know. I was just in a weird mood, so I really didn't play much during the whole month of August. And then uh, Starfield came out, and I wanted to try it. And me playing that and enjoying what I played of it, it reminded me you need to go back to sixteen FF sixteen and beat that before you come back to this and yep. before you play Spider Man. Because I know you want to play Spider-Man, Brando. I know you do. You, <laughs> I know you do, you son of a bitch. I know you want to play But if it. you go to that, you're going to look back on this, and you're not going to finish it because you're not going to want to start it over again. Yep. You're going to have forgot controls and be like... By the time you want to get back to it, you're going to not want to have... You're, you're, you're going to feel like you're going to want to start over. Yep. And then you don't want to do that part. Yep. <clears throat> and so then you end up with a game you just don't finish, and that's not <laughs> cool with me because yep. I was enjoying what I was playing. I'm deep into and and I actually did a similar thing. I I put my Starfield exploration on hold and I dove balls deep back into Final Fantasy X. Did some serious grinding. Got past a boss that two years ago I sat down to play the game and it made me so mad I quit and didn't play the game for two years. <laughs> so yeah. So if you can, uh, it's the same boss I got stuck on in 2002. All Damn. the way back. Yep. Man, so Skylar was sitting next to me, and it was really, it was really crazy. Uh, on uh, the Sunday before I took that day off and played Starfield all day, yeah, I didn't have a lot going on, so I had a video game day, and I sat and I played Final Fantasy for like six hours, probably, and and not not totally continuously. I got up and did some shit, but. It was time. I've I've been grinding for hours. I've hit enough of those HP spheres. Yep. It's time to do some <clears throat> shit. And I fucking sat down, started the boss fight, and Skylar like Skylar sat down. She was ready, and because I've been hyping it up for like two days, you know. And she watched me fucking beat Seymour's ass. And I don't know that I've ever felt like more of a champion. <laughs> yeah, because it was just like every. I didn't make a single mistake. You were just locked in. Yeah, I was locked in. Did you do the get all the Aeon overdrives? I did that. Uh, Riku is actually the reason that I won. Yeah. Because I was grinding, and I kept getting the same uh, set of enemies where it would either be three Machina or a Machina, a wolf, and a dragon, a drake, or... Um, one Machina and two other small things. Well, if Riku steals on a Machina, it insta-kills it. So, uh, those specific ones. 
And so I would just haste everybody mm-hmm. and then steal. Steal. Uh, well, and I would have, like, uh, whatever the other two party members are do ability spheres. So mm. the enemies drop ability spheres no matter what. So I would just insta-kill them, and then I'd run around. And if it wasn't those enemies, I would just flee, run around. You had it, mm-hmm. you had it set up. Yeah, I had you it set up. Yeah, dude. So I had, I had uh, 64... Albed potions when I started fighting Seymour. So every turn with Riku, she's taken three to four turns mm-hmm. to Seymour's one. Yeah. So every turn I'm healing myself three times, you know? So, yeah, I basically uh, just uh, cheat coded him and then immediately rolled right into the next boss. And then the boss after that's got me kind of stopped. <clears throat> but, yeah. I haven't been playing a lot of video games this week. I've been, it's been all work. I've been focusing on that. I actually had, uh, one of our, like, apprenticeship, like, committee members come up to me and ask me if I'd be interested in actually being an apprenticeship teacher uh, a couple days ago, Mm. which that's obviously a big commitment and it's flattering to be asked. Yeah. But it's also like nobody wants to do it. You know, it's one of those things. job. Yeah. So, I don't know. Every day. Is it a pay bump to teach? You get paid during that time. So, I'd get uh, 65% of what my total package is. I did the math the other day. It'd be a little bit more than what I'd be getting paid if I was a foreman. You get paid for three and a half hours for every day that you teach. Okay. So, I'd have it set up where... We'd be in class for like an hour and some change, and I'd get paid for three and a half. You know, fucking dope. But yeah, I don't, I don't know if I'm really interested in that because you know it's a like I said, it's a big commitment. It's two days a week of already, you know, I'm already working and shit on top of that, you know. So yeah, man. It's hard. It's hard to have time for everything and like. Well, there's not enough time. There's just and, not. There's and just not. with it, just you know, you feel guilty when it's like, well, fuck, I don't have time to do that. And it's like just uh, having to prioritize the stuff. You know, it, it's a point in my life where I don't feel guilty about stuff anymore because I know we all retrain our brains right and go. Yeah. I'm not guilty for missing this or not getting to it right away. I'm going to be. I feel fortunate when yep. I do have the time to get to it for sure. Just, you know, the way to look at it. Um, I think that actually, like, weirdly, I had, like, a spur of the moment just sitting here thought. Um, we are still a journey into comics. We still have a lot of nerddom and stuff. There has been so much we haven't covered. No, oh, yeah. No chance to sit here no. and we're not hashing out every fucking no. thing. It's just not possible. You guys aren't getting that. Sorry. Yeah, we're no, not no. This that. is reflection. But, but I thought it'd be funny to quick fire. Um, the MCU Phase 4 movies, and I'll just say, like, good, bad, or indifferent, like, quickly, like, watch it, don't watch it. Because there is some shit that I think is worth letting people know, like, hey, fucking check it out, it was cool. Okay. And there's other shit that's like... I haven't seen it all. Yeah, uh, that's why so. That's why I think this is going to be quick fire. So I'm going to pull up a list here really quickly, and MCU Phase 4... Obviously, there's a lot of other crazy shit that's been happening in Marvel, too. Like, we have fucking Deadpool and Hugh Jackman are going to, I mean, you know. Mm-hmm. In the and and, and, and Wolverine in and the yellow and, suit. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Looking cool. <laughs> you know, I think I don't know if you guys are keeping up with it at all. I think the Jonathan Major story is crazy because he was falsely accused. And now the judge is considering um, 
pressing charges on the lady that accused him because for defamation yeah and like like literally like you drug this dude's character through the mud for two years now and like effectively almost cost him his spot being one of the future biggest villains we'll ever see in marvel which sure. you know i think to this point you know thanos is our is our gold standard but i think it's gonna you know possibly get topped so <clears throat> here's phase four we'll just like i said i'm gonna just be lightning fast i'm not gonna really fuck around with shit we'll do the films really really quick first and then we'll go back through and do uh the shows so uh black widow it's it's okay uh shang chi it was good i've heard it's a very good kung fu movie i like shang chi kung fu movie and it has some really cool lore i want to see where they build on it in the future right black widow would have been better if it had been done in phase three in between exactly it would have had way more that's where it's set and it would if if you would have had the like Instead of doing it after and then having this weird kind of like, well, because Natasha dies in fucking Endgame, so now you're it going helped back you, and well, give her her own movie and then do that. Like people might think, oh, that's predictable, but it would have made you care more. Yeah, the weight would have been definitely. I mean, happier. and you already cared, but anyway, yeah. Go um, Eternals, listen, no, mm. it was too long, and I even now could not tell you what that movie was about. There were parts of it I liked, um, but I also. I think it could have been better, well, like better uh, executed. Yeah, and better edited. There was too much droning in that movie. Um, Spider-Man No Way Home. You guys, come on. Gold standard. It's Amazing. good. It, it's, it, did you? Oh. It, it, okay. You don't have to watch those other movies to watch this movie. All you have to have watched is like up to Endgame and then that Spider-Man movie after. You're golden. And it's worth every second. It's of the best Spider-Man movie that they've made, possibly. I mean, oh yeah, yeah. It, it, it is a lot of good stuff in that movie. Um, and then to kind of follow off of that, I thought Multiverse of Madness was also really, really well done. I often find myself going back and rewatching that movie. I got completely ripped off my rocker, and then watched that movie, and I remember most of it, but don't recall enough of it. To like truly like make sense of everything that was, I might not have even seen the movie <laughs> in complete like chronological order. You're actually watching like um, some obscure movie like Uncle Buck or something, and you're just having like an out of body experience, <laughs> thinking that you're right. watching the multiverse oh, of madness. Guys, like. Benedict Cumberbatch looks bigger in this movie. What yeah, the what fuck? the fuck? <laughs> there was some really cool stuff in the movie that I do remember, but it's like I think I need to watch it completely sober. Sure. Yeah, it's a I, lot. It definitely is a lot. There's a lot of plot that happens in that movie. Yeah. It's very thick with plot. Um, Thor: Love and Thunder. I'm not gonna lie. Like, I heard it was trash. I'm not gonna lie. It's to me, it's more of a passion project that ensured Chris Hemsworth stays with the MCU throughout. He was the first Avenger to get a fourth movie, but also because the role his daughter played in the movie, his real-life daughter, not his movie daughter, um, it ensures that he's going to want to work with her in future and do stuff because that's kind of what they set up. So I, I, I do, I do kind of like that. I have that. one thing to add. I was entertained. Yeah, it was definitely I was, entertained. I was entertained, um, but I think it could have been better. I've watched the clip of done. Gore getting the Necro Sword in the beginning. You know, it's obviously cool the very, yeah. very beginning. That's pretty tight. Yeah. My, Good job with that. my biggest complaint about Love and Thunder was Too Much Guns N' Roses, You're Not Guardians. Sorry, that I know they were in it for a little bit of the movie, 
you're still not Guardians Taika. I know you killed it with Immigrant Song and fucking Ragnarok and then the perfectly timed song you missed here because the two we had put Paradise City and Sweet Child of Mine are both in the movie. Mm-hmm. Yeah, too much GNR. Just kind of not a great thing. And maybe that just is because like Thor, Thor's obsessed with GNR. Fucking like, I don't fucking know. Wakanda Forever was fucking heavy. That was a hard watch. It's it's a it's a gut punch, and then it also hit me again. I'm a sucker for a good twist, and they hit me with a couple good twists in that one for sure. So the stuff that's heavy, that is heavy, that you said, yeah, uh, that the, when that stuff is presented, it is well done. I had a hard time getting into the movie. I did not. I was like, it was quasi bored through a large portion of the movie. It does get better towards the end. But then I feel like the movie, it ends with the heavy stuff. Like, it starts with the heavy, it ends with the heavy, right? Yes. But then you have, like, this, it kind of ends in a way that's like, huh. And then it goes in and it kind of wraps it up with the heavy. I'm not saying it's a bad film, but it it's unfortunate circumstances will unfortunately mean that I don't think it came anywhere close to topping the original. I, 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 uh, and and see that's a shame because the original is one of those that mm-hmm. you know um, I wasn't super into at first and Ruby actually uh, fell in love with that movie and her and I have watched the original quite a few times and she's been asking me to watch the the sequel and it's one of those where we were I haven't really had a reason to not watch it it's just mm-hmm. I haven't had time like everything else but, but yeah. It, and, and everything is is subjective. Uh, you, Nate kind of thought maybe a little bit differently than I did, but I just kind of felt like it kind of dragged a little bit mm-hmm. in certain spots that I felt like okay, we need to kind of move it along here. Sure. They definitely shoved a lot of plot points in. Right there's the Attilans. You've got the story with Shiri and um, fucking Riri and mm-hmm. that whole evolution. Shiri then doing what she does like it's it's a lot it's they, there's a lot of threads happening mm-hmm. all at once i think that that's spaghettification is the greatest word in the history of man i'm going to just keep saying it this week we'll get there um there's two more movies these were phase five movies though that have most recently come out um quantumania gets so much goddamn flack i loved ant-man and the lost quantumania i thought they they took risks they put it in a weird setting they leave you with this gross feeling at the end of the movie, which I loved because you, you know, especially if you've watched Loki and I'll briefly, we'll go through the shows and, and, and rate those two. But like, if you watch Loki, you kind of know the path they're on with the, with the concept of Kang. So to see him in action in the Ant-Man and then to see how that all plays out and the, the really, the fucked upness of that character. And then the question at the end, like, well, did, did we do it? Did we win? Do we really win? Like it, it just it's it set a tone for me. I think it's worth a watch. I was entertained. I liked it. Um, you can go on soapbox for about thirty seconds here, you guys, because I've never shed more tears in a movie theater than Guardians Three. It gut punched me every five minutes. That movie has a gut punch in one way or another that you either don't see coming, you're not expecting. It just you realize that we're coming to the end of these characters' journey in the story and then these very important moments where their their character development hits the the final peak is it's powerful. It's powerful shit. Like you you had me entertained for two and a half hours with tears in my eyes throughout. That's they're really saying something because you know it wasn't like particularly the saddest movie. 
but it's also like the saddest fucking movie. It's sure. it's a double standard in that regard, I think. Um, Brando, yeah, same. I liked it. Yeah. Um, okay, so we're going to finish up here because I got the shows too really, really fast. I know we're trying to get us out of here before it's too crazy. Uh, television series. Okay, so we had WandaVision, which we covered. We, awesome. Uh, yeah, I, I, and, and I see that for me, that's, I've told a lot of people that that's kind of the reason why I've had such a hard time watching some of these MCU shows because, dude, I dove into WandaVision and was invested and really liked it. I thought they the ending of the show was fine. Every part of that was fine. And then I went straight from finale that into watching Falcon and Winter Soldier, and it was like I was up here and down here, and it just didn't hit, and then I just haven't watched TV since. So, um, But, yeah, I really, I really liked WandaVision. Uh, let's see here. We did, like you said... Falcon Winter Soldier, I think that is definitely a low point in uh, Phase 4. It does, like, okay, cool, it's backstory, cool, you're getting Sam Wilson's coming up as, like, him accepting the mantle of Mm -hmm. Cap, and you get some cool character development with, like, U.S. Soldier, but it wasn't, it's not something I've ever went, man, I'm gonna go back and watch Falcon and Winter Soldier, let me go put that on right now. Loki, Season 1, fucking fire, just, Mm -hmm. if you haven't, please do, it's incredible. Um, especially we'll talk about season two here in a minute. It had a good mix of like storytelling and comedy where it, like the comedy doesn't completely overkill it, you know, like, but it's still funny. Yeah. It does a great job of that actually balancing the two mm-hmm. and Owen Wilson's great. I like the what if cartoon thing. I think it's really yes, cool and clever. Um, you get to see these different perspectives on different moments in the MCU and you know, what if you know, Thor would have never became the, you know, king of Asgard. It's, they do a great job of suspending your disbelief. What's that guy, Jeff Morgan, Jeffrey Morgan, right? He's Uatu, the watcher, the voice. Jeffrey Dean Morgan? Not no, Jeffrey Dean Morgan. No, uh, uh, hold on. Hold on. Hold up. Damn it. Wait hold a minute. Yeah. Hey. Uh, Hawkeye was pretty good. If you didn't see Hawkeye, Hawkeye was actually pretty good. It's nice because it's like you learn more about Clint Barton as a character. He also is kind of passing the mantle in a way. So it's, you know, it has a, it's a cool dual purpose. Jeffrey Wright. Jeffrey Wright. Thank you. Jeff Wright. Morgan. I don't know why Morgan popped in there. Moon Knight is arguably the sleeper of all the MCU shows. It is so clever and heavy and fucks with your brain because it's about somebody who has the uh, disassociative identity disorder. So you are the Moon Knight character, Steven, who is also Mark, and he doesn't know when he's phasing between the two. So, like, you go this one scene that's, like, one of my favorite scenes in the show is, like, you go in, and he's getting the shit kicked out of him as Steven, and then he blacks out, and then when he wakes up, everybody's dead around him. He has no idea how everybody's dead around him. There's blood all over his hands. What the fuck? You know, and then, like, it builds on that, like, he he doesn't, he's not really in control, which is, which is... It's epic, and then fucking Ethan Hawke is amazing in that that show. Miss um, Marvel was good. It's cute, like it's a cute show, and it's cool because they're introducing Kamala Khan. It's cool for inclusion and stuff like that. That's not the only reason it was good. I think it's a good launching point for that character. She's obviously going to be in the Marvels movie that's coming out in less than a month here, and then She Hulk was fucking hilarious. 
it was honestly just really funny. I laughed a lot. Um, we had two specials, the um, Werewolf by Night, which they just re-released in color. It was a black and white initially. Now they've got it in color as well. Um, that's pretty fun for Halloween watch. It doesn't really tie to anything else in the MCU per se. It's its own little substrate, so you know you can just kind of like jump in there. Ha, it's a good event. 40 minutes, get out. And the Guardians Christmas special, which was a, a nice setup, had Kevin Bacon, which was cool. Oh, yeah. Um, yeah, but I mean, that we missed a lot. <laughs> yeah. That's I mean, just Marvel. Yeah. Not, that's not DC we didn't talk about or the Star Flash Wars. Or Star Wars. God, mm-hmm. there's so much. I know. We have more episodes, though. We can do one of these on another topic for sure. next week. Yeah, so, like, do you, like, like really quickly, do you want to, like, talk about what we've been talking about? Or do you want to save that for the next episode? Well, I mean, it's kind of no time like the present, right? We've been discussing what comes next with this show, the future of everything, soft reboot, hard reboot. Like, what do we do? DOS boot. DOS boot is a great drinking game. <laughs> um, it's, it's you know, we've uh, we've done a little behind-the-scenes work to ensure that, you know, at least for an, another year we've got the dot-com locked <laughs> in, you know. Um, so it's like, I think, I think we all agree that it's like we want to try to maximize, but we also have to maximize in knowing that we also have schedules and limits. And yeah. We've already been playing the game with schedules and limits. You know, you briefly mentioned we're doing another rank right now. It's the swiftest done rank we've ever done, I think. It's because we're all kicking, like, we're all putting in the effort yes. to... Yeah, and that's really what it is. It's like, like, and I'm going to try and start doing that every week because I have I have a calendar set up specifically to manage my wife's stuff, my stuff, and yeah. say when I am or am not available. I got calendar yeah calendar and so i am i'm trying really hard to be like you know what i've been available and and of course like we've all been going through different stuff but you know for the longest time nate you were the one who were who was always available and uh keep on keep keeping the thing reaching out and that didn't happen anymore yeah, dad, daddy burned down a little bit, and then at, that like with the world point. crumbling kind of all at once. Yeah, so like once that kind of stopped being a thing, and, and then you became very dedicated to to what you were doing. Like you were radio silent for long periods of time. I hated it, and so because I would see everybody's messages and shit, and I would want to have the energy to even be like, just I fucking sure. love you guys, and then I'm here stuck in the machine, stuck. But it was just kind of like a, a weird uh, role reversal because then, like, now I was actually more available than ever before. <laughs> Fucking course and it now, works that way, right? And now it has, like, that window's kind of closed up, but I'm going to try and make more time for personal uh, decompression. Yeah, it's important. And that's know. what, you know, we want to do this show more often. We want to try and get together as often as we can. And it's not going to be every week, I don't think. Because schedules may not allow that, but I definitely want to try and hit a couple a month if we can, and we may not necessarily continue on with the same sort of format as if we're got hat. We have to cover this newest movie or this newest thing or what whatnot. If somebody has seen it and has something to say about it, cool. Like do like we just did. We're gonna we're gonna try out some new stuff. Yeah, we're gonna just focus on hanging out and spending time together and. Oh, yeah. 
you it's, know it's a new dynamic for the show look mm-hmm. look actually kind of look forward to dude when we when I first started recording with you guys and it was the like we were all going out watching movies mm-hmm. coming back you know I look I really looked forward to doing that stuff not not that I don't now by any means but you know just having a little bit just a little sprinkling of that um bro time yeah yeah, yeah that that Dude uh time. just a little bit extra desire to like I want to, you know, there's been a couple times that you and I have just impromptu, like, hey, let's go see a movie. Yeah. You know, I I miss that shit. Yeah, dude. Yeah, absolutely. And, and, you know, back then we ran so hard so fast. uh, We're, I mentioned this, I mentioned this to you, Nate, and and I'm I'm trying to remember exactly when I did. Because obviously we, we were talking about how like we ended up rolling this thing and rolling it out into where we had a whole network, not just a podcast. We had a podcast that turned into other podcasts that then begat other podcasts. And we had other like-minded people that we have spread this joy of uh, broadcasting yourself out there. And you and I's relationship, Nate, has always been rooted in a form of content creation. When when you think about it, we that's when we became close. Funny. October 20 years ago, bro. Yes. 20 years yes. ago, like yes. right on we are right here uh, fucking like Halloween. literally Halloween is not only my wedding anniversary, day. it's the anniversary of the formation of the band. Hell yeah. Um huh. but um the very essence and root of our relationship of becoming friends and brothers was, is content creation. So when we got together and invited other people into our vibe, because when you and I get together at first, it was the band stuff and this, and then of course the podcast stuff. If all we do when we hang out is create something, you and I are fulfilled. We have vibed off each other's energy and that, and then literally we could just get together, do that and then like peace, we'll see peace you next out. Time. All right, man, I gotta go. Yep. And it's like I I consider it not work, but hanging out with my friends for sure. When other people kind of got involved in that, and I saw this from different people, they got overwhelmed with the fact of, do we have to do a podcast? I'm like, well, yeah, we're together. That's our vibe. Yeah, because that is how, make it's the just most of it. You basically, know. this is what we would be doing anyway. We're just hitting record. That yeah. this is what band practices were. Instead of us playing our instruments or in between us playing our instruments, we'd be talking about something and generally getting on Nate's dad's nerves because we were too busy geeking out about like that week's episode of Raw or this uh, episode of Walking Dead or whatever it was we were geeking out about at the time. But like, that's literally what it is. So I do know because I, I heard from like other people within our friend group, maybe from a little bit on the outside of that, they were like, man, every time it has to be that. And I'm like, this is a negative thing, and it, and people get kind of burned down on it because they just want to hang, and that to me that is hanging, but it's different. So that that is where like we I, can do both. Yes, it's all about compromise. Yes, absolutely. But like I felt like the the overall in a period of when the world turned to shit, where where like there was so much to do internally, where that that would make a, a, an idea of what we had made of broadcasting yourself strive. It did the exact opposite. It like collapsed in on itself, and a lot of people got uh, out of it or lost interest or passion or whatever. 
and and that's not to say that we're not still friends with anybody in this group. We all are. That that group chat is still active Hell to yeah, this day, and and not everybody's making content anymore, and that's okay. They don't have to, um, but I do want to. I, I want to get back together, and, and I want to get started. So we've talked about like a soft reboot, not like n- just just a podcast, just dudes talking, and whether or not like this episode has been about mostly about our lives, what's been going on. Yep. Catching up because we've had a lot of catch up to do, and that's just this year, where we, we've been radio silent almost all year, and so we, we want to do some more. There's going to be some changes, and uh, uh, it's hard to say exactly what form that those will take. But I have a great idea for the next episode that I've ran by both of you, and I hope I hope that we get to do something like that because I think that would just be a real treat for everybody. Uh, also, we should mention the next episode would be 350. It is. And just another mention, and this is a fucking, like, lump in my throat. January of this year is 10 years. Yeah, it is <laughs> what crazy. What the fuck? <laughs> like, that is crazy. That, that is, um, yeah, you started it. You did a couple. What, four? Yeah, because yeah. five was my first. Yeah, but, like, just, I mean, like, it's it's, like, powerful to think about sitting in my car leaving horseshoe casino at 3:47 in the morning and i would go on voxer and i would just record myself talking for 20 minutes because it was my drive mm-hmm. sure and i'd go is this fucking am i just rambling am i do i sound stupid is this right. what's the point of this and i would not even be able to muster listening to one and then you know if you follow the histrionics of the show and everything you know how everything kind of fall, fell into place if you don't, I encourage you to go back and find those. You can find them on the dot com. I know you cannot right now necessarily find them on any streaming service because we put too many goddamn episodes out. But um, to go from that moment to not like and the YouTube, I think a lot of the early ones are still me. There might be some yeah. in the hundreds that are like missing. But weird, yeah, yeah. But like, um, it's just it's a powerful reminder of like uh, planting the smallest seed can have the biggest fucking effect. And, and and I would never have imagined in a million years in January of 2014 sitting down to do that that I would have amassed so many people to do this thing that I love with me. Mm-hmm. Like and, mm-hmm. and it's cool, you know, and like I think a lot of us have hundreds, hundreds of episodes under our belt, maybe thousands, well, a thousand at least. Even more so than that, it created bonds. It created friendships that, sure. that, that have, you know, surpassed. Even yes, content creation. Absolutely. Um, it's just it's cool. It's a cool. It's a, I feel like every time we get around a big number, we reflect a little bit. But it's different this time, um, being just in a different place in my life. You know, it's it's kind of weird that I'm ten years ago at the exact reverse of where I was. You know. And and now I'm taking in this different role in my my dad's life and shit. Mm-hmm. So it's it's a lot. It is a lot. But um, the chronicles of everything are right here, which is cool. Well, and and also everything that's been going on in your life that's been in like this world upending. But also it's like it, it weirdly enough has put you where you need to be. God, you know, I was just thinking about the other day. The other day, Brando, like with everything happening. Uh, that's Japando. Japando. We, Japando. Japando. We got to just producer Japando. He's yep. a totally different man. Yeah, this is not um, <laughs> the Brandon you knew is left. Not. Now he's and Japando. he stayed in Japan. Uh, yeah. There's none of that he's Brando left. He's getting serviced by one of those maids. Nope. 
Wow. <laughs> no, it's PG, not PG-13. No, we yeah. talked about it. Oh, yeah, that's you can't say service. Just serving me cookies. Yeah, she's serving just filled, cookies. Just feeding him cookies. <laughs> <laughs> but, um, like, I just want to thank you guys for even take, like, it's weird to be like, hey, friends, do you want to talk about shit? Just talk and have people, ca- like, capture it mm-hmm. and then put it out for the world to have a thought on. Like, you know, at this point, the amount of people that have listened to us in different places and wherever you are listening to this, it's amazing. You know, it's an amazing thought because as people that were in a band to think that anything we ever created would be heard by more people than Hoopston, Illinois mm-hmm. is it's, it's, it's a fucking powerful thing. So, um, yeah, thank you dudes for, for everything you've done sticking by me when I've been in my fucking worst and, you know, being in my worst and being, you know, kind of distant from everything and everybody. And then, I kind of got snapped back into reality real quick. <laughs> it was a lot, but, you know, I'm here. You know, I, upon reflection, when you stop to think about it, we did more than just create a network. We created a community. Yeah, that's what it is. It's a community. And so, like, like, I think I made mention of something when we were hanging out two weeks ago. Of like, those of us that are... You know, there are some of us who see each other more often than some of the other ones, but they're still active in the chat and everything, and... And some of us see other people, but not, not all of us get to see everybody. But we all stay somewhat connected. And it's like if something's going on with somebody, it's like if somebody knows something, it usually some someone will like let some of the others know. It's like, hey man, something's going on. I'm not really going to tell you what they'll tell yeah, you if they want it's, to. It's every and and one thing out. that I really appreciate is that all of us. It's like, hey. It's a hundred percent not any of my business what you've got going on in your life, but hey, I'm I'm thinking about yep. you, man. Yes, you know, exactly. it's like you. I not at a single moment do I ever expect anybody to uh, feel obligated to tell me what's going on in their shit. You know, yeah, it's, it's none of my business. I'm not obligated to tell anybody my shit. Right. You know. So. But it's like you know, we all appreciate each other. Well, it, it is. We created a community and a support system for all of us. Because at, at the drop of a dime, if you share something, and it's like instant, instantaneous support. To where it's like you don't have to feel like you're going through anything alone. Yep, never. You know, people got your back, and that's what it was. At the end of the day, the coolest thing about what this turned into, and what it, you know, and that is what I want to try and talk, think about carrying forward. And uh, real quick, lastly, I just want to throw this out there. Because I think it, 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 it's worth saying, you guys kind of understand, but I think there are other members of the network who, when they hear this, they're going to be like, "It's a lot to learn." Because I, I haven't divulged all this, mm-hmm. you know. And if I and if if it, I have, if it's only been parts or whatever, but um, me isolating myself was never because of any of you guys, right? Oh no, yeah, right. we know yeah. all of this. I felt burdened to fix my mess. We've all we've all isolated ourselves from Absolutely. each other and at a certain point for different reasons. Mm-hmm. You know, yeah, but it's hard because, like, as a, as a person who's empathetic to to friendship and the bonds that we share, there's a level of guilt that I live with, like not having reached out when things were really when I was in a spot that you guys would not have wanted to see me at. Really, mm-hmm. but we don't we don't hold that against no, you. I know, Nobody I know you holds that against you. you know? Obviously, we all understand. But it's 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 more for my um my conscience to be able to say like I free myself from this guilt, like because I know, yeah, you know, I do, I understand it, and I know that had I been there to say like, hey, I'm going through this shit, you guys would have obviously been there the same, but. 
I was like, I'm going to make this as hard on myself as possible to see how fucking strong I am. Weirdly enough, like, I, I, I hate to say that, but in the most tormented moments of my existence, I now know myself. Yeah. Powerful shit. If there's one thing that I was really uh, glad for um, more recently... To, to to think about on certain aspects of our long-term relationship and when and where certain conversations probably should have been had uh, when they were indeed at, at the moment of apex. It, it, like going back to, to some situations that have happened in the past where when that needed to happen, it couldn't happen or the phone call couldn't happen. Busy, whatever, this and that. When it was a couple of weeks ago and you sent me a text, hey, you got a minute. First and foremost, you send me a text like that. Immediately, we know something. I know something. <laughs> <laughs> like, let's be yeah, honest. Yeah. Brandon, Brandon's <laughs> like, yeah, Nate. Nate texted me, and uh, we talked on the phone in the middle of the day, and I was, and he said, uh, "Hey, man, you got a minute?" And I was like, "So you immediately?" And I said the exact same thing. I was like, "So, in, so as soon as you read that, you immediately knew something was wrong." <laughs> and <laughs> and like, so, there's no yeah. subterfuge here, dog. Like we know. <laughs> So, like, the best part about my current position is that I do not work line side. Yeah. I work offline. So you can step away if you need to. Yes. And, you know, you have certain freedoms that others don't have. And uh, and, and that's awesome. And I've been blessed to be yeah. able to have this. But that was – I was able to – when you said that, I, I said, absolutely. Do you need to call? Because <laughs> yeah. I have the ability to step aside and and hear what's going on. Yeah. And whereas in my previous position, I could not do that. I couldn't. You'd been like, "Let me hit you after five, bro." <laughs> and that might have been changed. I mean, we might still have had that conversation, but when you texted me that in that moment, in that situation, in the heat of the moment of the emotion, it was I need to text Brando. I need to let him know what's going on yep. because we have planned to hang out. Now things have kind of been uprooted and changed, so I need to tell him. And uh, wow. and I was so glad to be able to do that because we were able to. Because uh, you you were still processing things a lot at that moment. My grenade had been fucking set in my lap, brother. Exactly. So it's like, you know, you needed that. And I was so happy that I could provide that. Even if it was just like being someone for you to s just get it out in the void with and say it. Yeah. Because sometimes that's all we really need mm -hmm. is to just verbalize it and have somebody there to listen. Not really offer any sort of help, but just listen. And that way you can get that out and yeah. then yeah. you can start to you know, then fully process and heal. So I was so glad to be able to do that because there's so many times in our past that we could have, should have, and hadn't yeah, and it was hard. for different situations. But yeah. I was so glad in that moment to be able to do that because that is like, that is what this and well, about community should be is being able to hopefully be able to have that luxury and freedom to just instantly I mean, things that be this there. is the, the like secret to life, right? You find people that are your your family that aren't your family, and mm -hmm. that you have support for tribe, and they support you yeah. exactly. It's your tribe mentality, Blaine, tribe community. B Blaine texted me the other day about an issue that him and I have had throughout our friendship, and it, I dude, I was so fucking proud of it. When and, and Blaine, you're listening to this, I'm fucking proud of you because he just flat out was like, "Hey, um, I don't really know how to ask this, but." Um, is this going to be an issue? 
and he was just direct and was like, hey, I'm Didn't not... Didn't come at it passive-aggressive. No, nope. it was just good. like, hey, I don't want this to be an issue. Is this going to be an issue? And it's like, absolutely not. We talked about it. Bing, bang, boom, no problems. That's how yeah. it's... That's how it's 100% how it's supposed to be. Mm-hmm. It's not... There's not a single thing that you do in your life that you should ever be like, well, I hope this doesn't make Tyler mad. It's like dog that's like the that's total where you're at that's the total issues. opposite yeah. we have we need we got some shit we, need to <laughs> we out. gotta get right. through the woods here yep but uh, but fuck. yeah we all we all gotta look out and take care of each other and you know yeah life's too fucking short to not be happy we gotta we gotta do shit that makes us happy you already know it's really weird you know i was thinking about this um legacy wise it's cool to me right now thinking about the children that are in our lives, you guys have kids, mm-hmm. I have a kid, you know, by proxy, they'll be able to go back and listen to the real history as it was happening mm-hmm. with all of us. Yeah. Sure. For 10 years at least, at least a 10-year block of time. That's huge. Yeah. You know? and, that's, and that's something that, you know, one day Ruby doesn't understand Dad and why he's going through what he's going through. She pops on this podcast and hears you when she was fucking three, man. Yeah. Yeah. That's crazy. And whether or not you're actually talking about what's going on, she'll be able to see your opinions and thoughts at that moment in time mm-hmm. and kind of get a sense of where you're at. Sure. It's huge. Mm-hmm. It really yeah. is. So, um, yeah, but I don't really, I don't, I don't know. I could sit here and we could ramble for 10 hours, but mm-hmm. we, we, we did it. We did a three hour one again. Yeah, <laughs> Sorry, T.Y. No, you cursed us. Dude, you opened <laughs> Pandora's box and you said, I have so many questions. And you're like, oh, buddy, if we're gonna tell a story, it's, I mean, and and there's several stuff that I that I can't air in in a public forum. Yeah, <laughs> and, and that's and I mean, same right now. Yeah. There's you know proceedings and stuff. Yeah, you know, absolutely. So, you know, it's a lot. Um, but next episode, tree fitty, man, tree fitty on the road ten years. Tree fitty. It's a lot. It's a lot of history mm-hmm. here. But um, yeah, man, uh, people know where to find us. I'm not. At this point, uh, I don't really think we have to do plugs uh, at, at the end of a three-hour episode. If you've listened this far, you're, you're already We're you're proud of us. you. Thank you. We appreciate you're it. You're with us. You're part of our community. Love you, Buckles. Um, hope, <laughs> watching on the TV. Hope you guys yeah, you know, watched or listened all the way through this and had some good laughs. And we can't wait to see you on the next one uh, yeah. on all those podcasting platforms and on the YouTubes. It's all there, Journey to Comics. Maybe we'll see you in the Japan one day. That would yeah, be Japan cool, dude. Yeah, Japan live from Japan, though. You know, I wanted to try and do a podcast while I was over there and, and do like a like a timey wimey call. Oh, sure. that would have been wild. Would have been hard. Yeah, but it was like I just didn't take uh, – I didn't want to take the laptop over there. Yeah. I was a bit sketchy. And well, to get your laptop and the mic and just all that bullshit over yeah, there. Well, I wouldn't want to fight extra it Extra stuff to carry. Yep. And, and I didn't have like all that much room in my luggage for extra stuff. You get to check this much stuff. Wow. That's how much stuff you get to take. That's not great. Here you go. It's Figure time. it out. Uh, it better not weigh over 50 pounds or I'm going to charge you a fucking bunch of money. Oh, it is. Yeah. It's like 300 bucks. Yeah. God damn. Yeah. I, I was sweating bullets, dude. Dude, yeah. And and I was well under uh, for both of my items because uh, uh, we were allowed uh, one carry-on and then we were allowed two checks. So, like, I checked one on the way there and the way back, checked two. And I was like, I'm nervous, man. 31 pounds, not even close. No shit, dude. They have, like, a cube. Mm -hmm. 
for the checked luggage in your carry-ons, and they'll shove your carry-on down in it to make sure that it's the right fucking size. Mm-hmm. And if you've got fragile shit in there, they'll 100% break that shit. They're trying to break it. They're daring you to show up and it not be the right fucking size. They're wow. daring you. They don't play. The fucking, That's crazy. They don't play. <laughs> not about it. But, yeah. Not about it at all. All right, guys. Well, it's a late one. We should get ourselves out of here. I'm ready for some sleeps. Um, to be honest yep, with you. Being real, you've been up a long time Same. today. Yep, you as well. Me, not so much. But That's okay. That's I, all right. reco- recovering, I did, I did have a, a pretty gnarly migraine. I told you guys about that, so I've been on recovery from that. But I'm good now. Uh, thank you guys for joining us on episode 349 of Comics for T.Y. and Brando. I've been Nate. As always, pop your caps back and fill your brains with shit. Later, guys. I didn't forget that. See? I'm good. There you go. Yeah. Hell yeah. All right. I would hope you don't forget your catchphrase. Well, you know, it's been a while. <laughs> Out of yeah, practice. That's fine. A little bit.